Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Talk Radio. Evening, dear listeners. Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Stuff to do and talk about video games. Uh, oh, I saw two brilliant films. Well, one brilliant film and one yeah, quite good film. Uh, more of that and your phone calls after the news at 9.10. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Down the road, it's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend. So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Till tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Maybe tomorrow, I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on a world that's waiting to unfold A brand new tale no one has ever told We've journeyed far but I know it won't be long We're almost there and we've paid our fare with a hobo song Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on So if you wanna join me Grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll find what I call home Until tomorrow you know I'm free to roll Oh, so, here's the thing, here's the thing, guys I saw the most... Buzz, buzz ends I saw, um, I saw two films at the weekend, right? One of them was a preview of Finding Dory. It was good. I laughed and I cried. Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. I laughed and I cried. It's the same story as Finding Nemo, but it, you know, it's, it's, it's brilliantly done. Um, you know, it was, it was the same story as Finding Nemo. But it was brilliantly done. No spoilers here, guys. But it ends happily. You know? She's looking for her parents. Guess what happens? It, but, but, it's beautifully done. And um, it, uh, I laughed and I literally, I cried. And then that evening, I watched a film that I'd never heard of, right? And it's got an actor in 
who, I'm going to be honest, I've never rated Pierce Brosnan. I've never rated him. I used to quite like him when he was, he was Remington Steele, wasn't he? Was that what he was? Remington Steele. I remember watching a few of those as a kid and enjoying that. I thought he was a, a poncy Bond. Quite poncy. Do you know what I mean? Just a bit snide. He was a snide Bond, I always thought. Just a little bit too coiffured. Is coiffured a word? Coiffured. How do you like your coiffure? Like my men, black and sugary with cream on them. Um, So I've never liked Brosnan. Bronson? Brosnan. I like Bronson. I don't even like him. 0844-499-1000. If you want to join in at any point, guys, you can. And, um, so, but I watched this film with Bros- Brosnan in. Pierce Brosnan in him. And it's got, so, one of my least favourite actors coupled up with one of my all-time favourite actors, Owen Wilson. I love Owen Wilson. I think Owen Wilson is the... Most underrated actor of our, of a generation. There. I said it. And do you know what? I actually mean it. He's brilliant. I've always liked Owen Wilson. I've always found him hilarious. Um, uh, 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 hilarious and also heartbreaking. If you've ever seen The Royal Tenenbaums, have you seen that yet, Kath? I have to lend it to you. Oh, God. Um, the, in the Royal Tenenbaums, uh, Bounds, Owen Wilson is just breathtaking. And then you go back a couple of films to the first film that him and that film director made, and they wrote it. I think he wrote Royal Tenenbaums as well. Um, Bottle Rocket. He's brilliant, right? He's brilliant. And then he did some ropey films, and then he took too many drugs and tried to kill himself. So, you know, he's lived... And then once he tried to kill himself, he couldn't get a decent film part. He ended up doing um, things like Hall Pass and um, Marley and Me, Swarfiga, Swart Liver. I'm trying to read Catherine's lips and I can't read what she's saying. It looks like Swarfiga, so I'm going to say... Shut up, man. Zoolander was before this suicide attempt and Zoolander was brilliant. Zoolander 2 was pony, but Zoolander 1 was awesome. Um, so he did, he ended up, you know, doing a lot of rubbish films, which is sad. Um, but then I watched this film on Saturday and I wasn't expecting a lot from it. I'd started another film and I thought, oh no, this isn't for me. And I said, and I I watched watching this film, it's called No Escape, No Escape. And it came out either last year or this year, right? And, um, it was flipping brilliant. Oh, it was brilliant. And do you know, do you know that how I know it was a good film? Because I had nightmares about it. I had nightmares. It was absolutely relentless. Relentless! So, and there may be spoiler alerts. So what he does, right, is he um, takes his family to go and walk abro- work abroad in anonymous Istan. You don't know what the country is. It's just like an anonymous Istan country, you know. Gunistan or something, I don't know. Bomistan, I don't know. It's an anonymous country, right, where they're a bit ethnic and it's all a little bit, ooh, aren't foreigners funny? And they're staying in a luxury hotel, right? But then he goes out shopping uh, to buy a newspaper. The next, like the first day they're there. 
and he's looking at all this tut, like this, you know, this little tut abroad. It's all tut. He's looking at this tut in this market, and then he, he hears a noise, and he looks looks to the, over behind him to the left, and there's about 500 coppers with riot shields. So, all right. Looks the other way, and there's, like, about 500 dodgepots with, like, the old bandanas over their faces and rocks and Molotov cocktails and stuff. He thinks, oh, this looks awkward. Uh, and it turns out there's a coup going on. There's a coup. So it's it's timely. It's topical. And he runs off and he hides. And um, he's about to approach a group of people. Then he sees that they've got a guy and this guy's going, I'm an American. Let me go. I'm an American. And they throw him on the floor and shoot me in the head. Now, that's just the start of the film. It's all downhill for Owen Wilson from there. It has got... Has anyone... I, I genuinely think, right, I am the only person that has seen No Escape, starring Owen Wilson and Pierce Brosnan. And Brosnan is brilliant in it. He's doing an accent. Can't quite work out what his accent is. But he's doing an accent. He's a little bit... Because he's Irish in real life, isn't he? He's an Irishman. Um, He's doing like a sort of Del Boy accent. But he's brilliant in it. I genuinely think... I am the only person that has seen this film. 0844 499 1000. If anybody... And by the way, you can phone in about anything. I'm just going to sit here talking about this film for the next three hours. But um, if anybody has uh, uh, has seen this film and can back up what I say, I'm going to say it. It is probably the best film I've seen this year. Can I go further? Can I raise the stakes on that statement? Yes, I think I can. It's one of the five best films I have ever seen in my life. Boom. But only... Oh, wait, 444991000. But only because it's so bleak. It's unrelenting. Just when you think all the bleakness has been used up, there's more bleak. The bit spoiler alert. They're still they're, they're hiding on top of a, 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 a hotel roof, right? Waiting for help to come. It ain't gonna come. You're in Dodge Potistan. And um there's a bloke comes out and he starts shooting everybody in the head. <laughs> right, and it's Owen Wilson and his wife and his two kids, and he's going, Bum, we've got to get out of this. And he sees a roof little bit about a few foot away and on down he says he says to his wife right you're gonna jump over there i'm gonna throw the kids over oh she goes i'm not doing that he says you gotta do it because otherwise gonna shoot us all in the head they're gonna shoot the kids in the head because i'm not doing that he says just do it and uh they do it and flipping heck man it's it's so upsetting he gets the girls and they go i don't want to do it he's going i'm not gonna do it i'm not i'm not gonna and then lobs are over it is and that's not even the tensest part. That bit, that bit, it's like, that's like, um, uh, uh, comparatively, that's like when um, Mary Poppins get, is singing a spoonful of sugar compared to the rest of the film. It is a bleak film. And it's interesting, right? So I want to celebrate this film, No Escape. And if you've seen it, 08444991000, I won't give any more spoilers. Okay. 
and what I've just told you happens quite early on in the film, so there's there's plenty to see. But we can we we've done this before. We've 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 played with this before. This is going to be a show of two completely different opposing halves, and I'm building up to the second half. Okay, and I've been thinking about the second half all weekend, and I can't think of a good way to phrase it. So it's going to be clumsy and awkward, but you can bear with me, right? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Richard, I'll come to you in a minute. I promise. So. We're going to compile a list of bleak films. Threads, of course, is in there. There's um, any any nuclear film. The Road, Threads, um, the one with Steve Gutenberg. That I think it's called, not The Day After Tomorrow. That's the one about the ice. So we're going to compile a list of bleak films. 0844 And then, and then... I've got the, the, the yin to, to that yang. Bear with me. I'll come to you after this. Right. I've been thinking about this question all weekend, right? Because there is a lyric in a song, which is Imani Coppola, who I'm obsessed with. We're interviewing her tomorrow. Touch wood. We were supposed to interver- interview her last week. That was awkward. <laughs> that was awkward. Hi, Imani. It's uh, Ian Lee. Who? It's Ian Lee. We'd arrange to do an interview. Oh, shh. Shh. Oh, effing. Oh, shh. Oh, man, I effing for... God, I nearly swore then. I got confused with what words I was supposed to say. I nearly bleeped, forgot. I could say that. It's just the other one. I could... oh, can you call back in an hour? I'm booking a flight to Asia. Can you call back in an hour? Yeah, sure. Not a problem, Imani. Call back in an hour. Hi, Imani. It's Ian Lee. Who? It's Ian Lee. Remember? I was supposed to interview you in a... Oh, ash! Oh, sh- Oh, I forgot. <laughs> What do you want to talk about? Like your music and stuff. Ah, my head's not really there. Can we do it another day? Of course we can, because I think you're an absolute, literally, I think you're a genius. Think she is a genius. We're going to interview her tomorrow. We're going to pre-record it because it's going to be very, very sweary. I've heard her new album, which isn't out yet. It's um, it's hard work, but it's a masterpiece. It's an auto-tuned, sweary masterpiece. And the last song on it... Face the FaceTime continuum is just incredible. It's got the catchiest chorus ever. And the lyrics are I unplugged your life support to find an outlet for my iPhone, and then you died. And then you died. It's brilliant. We'll talk to her tomorrow. But uh, th- 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 this 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 question um kind of pops up in this song and it's 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 the idea comes from this song and i can't think of any way to ask it without sounding all hippy dippy hippy i can't there's no way of asking it so i'm just going to ask it how do we make the world a better place how and that's a that's a genuine serious question how do we make the world a better place and the line in the song i can't quite remember it but it's it's um a, a, a riff on that um be the change that you want the world to be or whatever it is don't you keep mouthing stuff i can't lip read type 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 Catherine's mouthing stuff and and as you may have just heard me say there i can't lip read <clears throat> we'll wait for the message to appear on the oh i've not changed the screen that's why hang on a second there we go let's see what wisdom she has uh imparted be the change you want to see yeah yeah that's what i said Exactly what I said. I'll change it back to Jake Yap in a minute. Um, be the change you want to see. And um, it got me thinking, right, the world sucks, doesn't it? 
And in the great scheme of things, even, you know, Brexit doesn't seem that important anymore, does it? Really? Um, the world, uh, Hannah, Richard, Ben, and, and uh, Bruce, stay there. I promise I will come to you in a minute. It looks like I might have fader action on the go as well. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We call you back. Um, the world sucks. I mean, Germany and uh, France and Trump and Clinton and politics. And I was in London today and I felt a bit scared in London today because of everything that's been going on and all of this stuff, man. The world sucks. So this is a genuine, proper question, okay? I've got kids and I took the kids into London at the weekend. And I wasn't scared, but part of me thought, I, I felt a little bit anxious. You know, I knew that the odds were we were going to be completely fine, of course. You know, in, in the great scheme of things, even with the attacks that happened in France, it, it's a it's a tiny number of people in the great scheme of things, OK? But they are someone's kids and someone's husbands and someone's wives and someone's mums. And, you know, so it could, it could happen. Um, so how do we make the world a better place? And I don't mean, hey, guys, how do we stop terrorism? Because you ain't going to stop it. I ain't going to stop it. And I don't quite know what I mean by that question. So I'm just going to put it out there like that and see if you can come back with anything. How do we make the world a better place? And can we compile a list of bleak films? I know. I know, isn't it? Isn't it, though? 0844 499 Let's go to Richard. Evening, Richard. Yeah, I'm on. Oh, How's right. it going? Yeah, good. Thank you, Richard. First things uh, uh, I apologised for about three weeks ago, man, when I found up. Do you remember the Jackie Chan night? No. Do you remember you said who's your biggest hero and you said Jackie Chan? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, found, yeah. Your greatest, uh, greatest yeah. living and, man. Yes, what, 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 that what? was the night of Brexit, if you remember. I don't, don't remember it better than me. Why? What, what happened, though? Are you apologising well, for Brexit? I, I remember it better than you because uh, my daughter bloody recorded it and said, Dad, you're such a tit. Uh-oh. Next day, do you know what I mean? What, so I what, like, what, right. what did you, what well, did you do? Anyway, to... many points. Hang, Piers on, hang, on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We're in okay, no rush. Sorry. This is a late-night radio show. We can take as long as we want. What did, yeah, you, what did you do that warranted um, humiliation from your daughter? I was the scouser sat in the back garden watching oh. me fish, talking about Jackie Chan. Oh, jumping God. through a ladder. Remember? I do remember. Before call, I was like, right, idiot, he's way too drunk. So, that was my first point. Apologising Well, well thank you for apologising. Yeah, go on. Is, Piers Bosnan, way too off himself. Totally correct. Yeah. Third point, Owen Wilson was superb in Armageddon. And he's a good dude, actor, and he's a solid actor. And behind Shanghai Night, Shanghai Nights, Jackie Chan. You get me now. I do get you. <laughs> and he was also good. Was it? Um, was he in Behind Enemy Lines as well? He was. Yeah, uh, he's a. I think he's a good actor. And right, my fourth point. Yes, oh, is Brexit and all that bollocks. Right. Yes, yeah, steady, steady, um, steady on, steady on, steady on. Yeah, go on. yeah. Apologies, uh, apologies. Well, we didn't done that. Apologies, if, was, hang on. apologies well, if I've got faders now, so I can do this. Apologies if anyone was offended by the the, the category C. Yes, carry on. Sorry, sorry. Just a. Are you scouser. are you drunk now? Anyway, Trump and Boris. Can you imagine that? Yeah, yeah. And you're talking about new world order and all that. It's going to happen. Here's my prediction. I teach survivalism. You know, bushcraft and stuff like that. Survivalism. It's going to come to that one day, mate. You teach. Buddhism. Seriously. <laughs> 
It's going to come to that one day, bro. It really is. (laughs) Here's my prediction. Uh, It's going to be President Trump. It's going to happen. And And everyone from... one scary thing, Everyone from day one was going, oh, it won't happen. I'm I'm trying to. I'm trying to. (laughs) The picture keeps getting interrupted by by someone jumping in front of my train of thought. But you picture it and describe it to me, Richard. Am I what? Yes. So, it's going to happen. And everybody was saying, it won't happen. America's too sensible. Uh, uh, no, no, it's going to happen, Hillary guys. hasn't got a chance, mate. Yeah. It's... Hillary hasn't got a chance. And that is going to be one frightening thing when a dude like that is in charge of the big red button. Yeah. Simple right. as. Right. That's all. The only point I've got to make, I don't want to run out. Really annoy you tonight, because I could talk to you all Too late for that, Richard, but thank you very much indeed. Always um, appreciative. Uh, when callers phone up to apologise for being um, tits. Uh, <laughs> it's now on the bad language, though, guys. Just just hold back a little bit. 0844-499-1000. It's all on me. I've been a little bit free and easy with some of the swears on here, and I just want to kind of back away from that a little bit, if we can. Bruce is on the line. Evening, Bruce. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Bruce. How are we doing, sir? I'm good, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Good, good, good. Well, first of all, you want to make the world a better place. Yeah, I, I do. A, ma- a mantra. I have a mantra tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, from uh, Gary Marshall, who just died. Oh, Gary Marshall, and the creator of Happy Days. Yes. Hey. Um, he, his mantra, and this is something that he, he regularly told people, was what he lived by, yes. was, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. I see, no, now, okay. But how does that, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be picky with these, Bruce. I'm not having a go at you. I'm gonna be picky. No, no. But how does that make, how does that, that doesn't make the world a better place, though. It's a nice thing to say, and it's a cute thing to say. It's like those um, posters of a cat that, that hanging onto a branch and it says, hang on. Or my, my friend, <laughs> Scott Balcony is brilliant. If ever I say something that uh, is quite pretentious, he will uh, <laughs> get the quote and put it next to a silhouette of an American Indian. Um, looking out of the sun setting. <laughs> He'll put the quote <laughs> next to it like one of those posters. He does that quite a lot, and I find it very entertaining. But but that doesn't make the world a better... I, I get what he means, and it I get what you mean with it. Yeah, I mean, you're right, it doesn't. But I think what you've got to think about with these kind of things is it, it's people power, I yeah, think. Yeah. I mean, there's not one thing that's going to make the world a better place, but it's the small steps, and it's doing those little tiny things that can have a bigger impact. Here's, what, here's a practical thing, right? Yeah. Gary Marshall, that phrase, okay, that's cool. But Gary Marshall made happy days. That made the world a better place for a little bit. For about three seasons, then he got stupid. But that, but, but, so that's a practical. Here's a thing, right? Funnily enough, we've got a guy coming on tomorrow, Rick Sapphire, who's a friend, who's a friend of Jerry Lewis, who I'm obsessed with at the moment. We've also got Jerry Lewis's biographer coming on in a week or two. And, um, Rick Sapphire, and I was looking at all these pictures of all these famous people he knows, and he is friends with, um, Potsy Webber and Ralph Mouth. And there's a picture of them now. And boy, oh boy, those guys look old. Did you know John Lennon was a huge fan of Happy Days? Google this, right? There is a picture of John Lennon on the set of Happy Days hanging out with Richie Cunningham and the Fonz. And everybody's face, the Fonz is so happy because he stood next to John Lennon, and John Lennon is so happy because he stood next to the Fonz. It's such a charming <laughs> photograph. Have you got it, Kath? Isn't it brilliant? Everyone is so pleased at Beatle meeting the Fonz. And let's not forget as well that Happy Days gave us Jump the Shark. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there was a, I mean, you also mentioned Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Um, and you, uh, and also kind of like depressing, uh, not depressing films, but, um, and what was the phrase? Bleak. Like? You, p- p- um, p- p- bleak, 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 bleak films. So first of all, Pierce Brosnan, have you ever, um, seen the clip of his, um, amazing acting in the film Taffin? No, what? Tacking? Uh, Taffin. T-A-F-F-I-N. No, I if you go on to, I would play the audio, because I've got it, but it would sound better if you play it. It's on YouTube. Right. If you type Taffin, and you shouldn't be living here, yeah, but the what? phrase, you shouldn't be living here, but, it's a 15-second clip, right. and it's the best acting you'll ever well, hear in your life. Hang on a second. We've been promised the best acting I'm ever going to hear in my life. So we'll let Taff... Hang on a minute. Taffin, you shouldn't... Oh, there we go. It's, it comes up. There we go. Um, let's have a, a little, uh, look. Here we go. What goes on in this town is none of your business. As long as I'm living here, it is. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Well, that's now, easily fixed. Oh. Don't tell me that wasn't Oscar-worthy. Is he, was, was Brosnan, he was the, in the lawnmower man as well, wasn't he? He was. He was yeah, the scientist was. that made Jeff Daniels, um, not be, um, mentally Jeff, challenged Jeff anymore. Jeff Fahey. Jeff Fahey, yeah. that was it. Well, hang on, what was Jeff Daniels in? Was he in Lawnmower Man 2? No, Jeff Daniels was in uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, I'm thinking... <laughs> I've got... <laughs> yes, I am picturing Jeff Daniels' Dumb and Dumber character putting on the virtual <laughs> reality mask in um, uh, The Lawnmower Man. Okay, well done. I interviewed Jeff Fahey, and um, I hugged him. Of course, lost. Yeah, yeah, I hugged him and thanked him for The Lawnmower Man, because it truly is a work of inspired, insipid genius. Indeed. Um, and but- not, not too bleak, I'd say, um, but for a bleak film, two come to mind. The first one is another Stephen King film, funny enough, The Mist. Yeah. Now, we, no, I've said, we, the, I confuse The The Mist is, I confuse it with The Fog. The Mist is the one where they're in, um, they're in a supermarket. Oh. No. Hang on a minute. Well, Dawn of the Dead. No, there's one where they're in a supermarket. I know because I saw it in New York City. They're in a supermarket and there's all these monsters outside and one of them goes to, goes with like a bit of rope tied around him and goes to walk out into the mist and then the rope goes funny and they pull it back and there's only half of a man there. Uh, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, I am right. It's been a while since I saw it. Um, and the other film that always comes to mind in these conversations, not the remake, because I've not seen that, I refuse to, but the original Old Boy. Old oh Boy, I, now, would I call that bleak? I mean, well, it's a bloke who gets well, put in solitary confinement for ending. 10 years. Yeah, he gets put in solitary confinement for 10 years, he doesn't know why. It is, um, it's... It's brilliant. I'm not going to allow it, Bruce, in the, the bleak hall of fame, I'm afraid. I'm not, I'm going to be strict tonight. Here's the thing, guys. I've been too, too soft and, Ben and Anna, stay there. We'll come to you next. 0844 499 1000. I've been too bleak. No, hang on a minute. Let me, let me rewind. I've been too, uh, liberal and weak with you guys, and I'm going to start challenging you a little bit more. So we want bleak films. I'm not going to include old boy in bleak. It's good. It's a good film. Brilliant film. Um, what are we talking about? Bleak films. How do we make the world better? It's a genuine question. And um, we seem to have gone off on a Pierce Brosnan tip. I'm happy to indulge that. 0844 499 1000. We will call you back. 0844 499 1000. 
Catherine says, Claxon, this is Adam Buxton shtick. It's a, it's a phony show, guys. It's a phony show. What comes up... I, I'm sure Adam Buxton is not the only person to have played that clip, right? People phone in with stuff. I can't vet all of it and go, right, can you um, provide sources for your material, please? Because, well, I happen to um, have it on good authority from someone on Twitter that you've plagiarised this. All right, so that's tough. And Sally says, will you please stop shouting? It's a late night show, not a breakfast show. We're trying to relax and settle down. Hashtag headache. Jog on! Jog on, Sally! My show, my rules. If you want, if you want a quiet show, go and listen to LBC Love or Five Live. All right, that's not what you're going to get here. We'll be quiet a bit later on, and then we'll be noisy again. All right. At the moment, we're being noisy. You may think a late night show is meant to be nice and soft and relaxing, and we're going to talk about immigrants and old sweets from the seventies. And we'd really like to have, really like it if you could give us a call because we really want to hear your thoughts and on what did you think of um, of the the story about Russia and the Olympics? And do do you think that Russia should be booted out of the Olympics? And do you think that man should lose it, lose his knighthood for for being a bit of an arse and stuff like? That? It's not. It's not. That's not this show, Sally. I'm really sorry. If you don't like it, that is t- 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 tough. Go and listen to lbc.co.uk. Here you go. I've even given you the website. I'm just setting... What I'm doing is I'm urinating in the corners of the garden. I am marking my territory. This is my territory, OK? I know what I'm doing. Every now and then I get a little bit lost and end up in someone else's gardens. But tonight I'm in my garden and I know exactly what I'm doing. Tonight I'm at the peak of my powers. 0844 499 Ben's on the line. Evening, Ben. Knowing me, Ben. Knowing you, Ian Lee. Aha! Yes, Ben, you're obsessed with thinking this is something like Alan Partridge. I have a complaint, Ian. I have a complaint. No, but I have a complaint. You claim... I have a complaint. Okay, it's your turn to speak. This show is nothing like Alan Partridge. And it's actually quite quite insulting for you to keep saying that. He says, wearing the Bayer white headphones that Alan Partridge always wore. You're wearing the Bayers, Ian. Well, but no one can see that I'm wearing the headphones apart from 82 people on Periscope. You come up with topics, like, for example, tonight you're talking about how can we make the world a better place. That's just what Alan Partridge would come up with. Well, no, but, but the thing is, I actually mean it. <laughs> Look, um, I'm a huge fan of yours, Ian. Yeah, and, but, but um, I'm, 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 I'm going off you quite a lot, because that's quite insulting to say that. Well, if I have insulted you, Ian, let me say I want to apologise now because I've followed you for 20 years and I... I haven't been doing this. I've been doing this for um, about 16 years. So for Uh, four of those years, you were just following a man. Anyway, anyway. And I I don't want to dwell on it too much, but do you see my point? By comparing me to um, a brilliant comic creation... But one that is is purposefully awful and lame. Do you not see that that's an insult? I'm getting quite scared now, Ian, and I'd like to say that I now see exactly what your point is, and I want to retract what I said last time. I want to retract it. Okay, but do you see? I don't think. But do you see why that would be an insult? And why yes, that is hurt, because, hurtful to me? Yes, because he is a comic creation, whereas you are doing a serious show. I think, is that what I'm supposed to say? No, Ben, you're not supposed to say I that. I want to make nice, I want to make nice ben, like you're, you're, Mains. Ben, you're supposed to say what you want to say, and if that's what you want to say, then fine, but I don't think that is what you want to say. 
I just love the show. I think it's great. The callers are great. I don't like Stephen Murdoch. I found him a little bit edgy, and and that thing about the floppy, I found a bit offensive. Yes, was, but, yes, um, that was a ridiculous waste of everyone's time. People phoning in and winding him up. We're, we're, and Stephen Murdoch of Kilkenny Productions. I mean, you know, I wouldn't hire them. Kilkenny Productions. He's a loose. He's a loose cannon. Well, you know, and you're not. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you who's a good actor. Yeah. Timothy Dalton, he's my favourite Bond. I had a crush on him when I was growing up. Went to see him at eight years old, and I, I, was, I fell in love with him. Not in a sexual way. Oh, here we go. Hang on a second. Sally Waters, jog on. Yeah, just remember who keeps you in the show. Rage our figures out soon. Keep your voice down. It's 10.35pm. Oh, and cut down on the caffeine. Hey, Sally, you don't keep me in a show. My boss, Denny, does, right? So why don't you go and listen to something else, you fruitcake? This show isn't for you, right? It's obviously not for you. So go and listen to something else. I'm not changing my act from someone who's just moved from St Albans in Hertfordshire, loves Bill's restaurant, dance and chill out music. I'm not going to, I've just got that from a bio, I'm not going to change my act for you, Sally Waters, at all. So jog on. It isn't for you. Go and fight, go, go and listen to BBC London. You'd love that because it's as bland as, as anything. All right? You'll love that. Right, I I just I agree with you so much. I can't stand this bland radio where they talk about, you know, the war in Iraq and um, let's phone in about yes. Brexit. Yes. What you do is so fresh. You know, it's so fresh and on the pulse. Well. Listen, I've got a film to recommend. A wonderful che- a cheer-up cheer film. A cheer-up film? Fi- a cheer-up film. You're going to love it. Summer Rental with John Candy. I don't know that John Candy movie. Is that like John Uncle- Candy... It is a wonderful, the late John Candy. Jack Chester is a stressed air traffic controller who takes his family on a beach vacation and it all goes horribly wrong. With hilarious consequences! (laughs) Yeah, you took it out of my mouth. With hilarious consequences and a real twist at the end. (laughs) Well, it it sounds hilarious, Ben, Um, uh, but I think I'm busy then. Thanks very much indeed. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, let's have a quick break, then we'll go to Anna and Alan and Craig. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. So, um, Bleak Films. Pierce Brosnan. Has anybody seen the film No Escape? Am I the only person that's ever seen this film? It's brilliant. It's brilliant, and it kind of just seems to have snuck out without anybody. Knowing anything about it, I've, I've blocked her now. Silly, silly sausage on Twitter. Some people, she's. A, if you look at her Twitter feed, it's just having a pop at people. It's all complaints. It's all complaints. It's really, really simple, guys. If you don't like the show, she's complaining her speakers were distorting. Well, you got crap stereo. That's fine. I can't. I can't fix that. This is the show. The show is me. Right. The show is me. Sorry, guys, but it is. And you either love that or you hate that. And if you're not digging it. Honestly, lbc.co.uk, there's Five Live, there's all these places that'll be doing nice, nice gentle shows at a quarter to eleven at night where people getting ready to get into their beds can get all tucked up and nice and snuggly peepy eyes and just getting ready for the night as we have, uh, we have the midnight of mumbling hour and, uh, we invite you to, uh, call in with your, uh, thoughts on Sir Philip Green and whether he should lose his, uh, his knighthood and whether he should be allowed to uh, uh, take part in the uh, Rio Olympics. Uh, We'll be taking your calls uh, 
throughout the evening. Didn't do that show. It's easy. It's a piece of cake. It's not what this show is. You know, on the days I'm excited, I'm excited. The days I'm not excited, I'm not excited. You know, and it's down and it's up and it's down. Anna. Beep, beep, beep. What? Beep, beep, beep. Say hello to Alan. Hey, beep, beep. Let's, I tell you what, let's try it. For that, for, for that grumpy person on Twitter, let's try it, right? So for the next five minutes, let's do a nice, soft, gentle show where we take things nice and easy and we have a friendly, little friendly discussion. Anna, what have you, uh, what have you called in for this evening, Anna? Um, my bottom is very bitter now. Your bottom is very bitter? Yes, better. Oh, you're, oh you've got a better bottom. Yes. That's great news. That's great news, isn't it, Alan? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Are you all right, Alan? Not really, no. Why? Me mum's back in hospital. Oh, no. What's wrong? Pneumonia. Oh, you're, you're joking. No, I'm when, not. When did she, she go back in, Alan? She went back in yesterday. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. How's she doing? Oh, bearing up. Yeah. At least they can treat it with antibiotics. Yeah, she's in the best place. Where, uh, where, where, how long has she been? Did she? Did, cause she where, when did she come out of hospital? About three weeks ago. I think it was the end of May, wasn't it? God blimey. When the, the time gone quickly, you're right, because it's about the same time as my mum. A bit before. Um, and she, was she all right? Was she on the meds? Yeah. She was getting better slowly, but this weekend just gone. She lost all the strength in her legs oh. and her feet. Bless her. I'm sorry to hear that, mate. Yeah, I'm down tonight. Uh, I want to talk about bland James Bond going on about Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, let's talk about James Bond. I've not mentioned the original and the best Bond of all, Sean Connery. No, I don't buy this Connery stuff. I do not buy it. Have you ever seen Doctor No? I've seen bits of Connery films. I cannot sit through a whole... Uh, um, Sean Connery, James Bond. I find them tedious and slow. And the awful, the awful special effects when he's driving a car, and it's, it's obviously a projection behind him. What the Aston yeah. Martin DB5? Yeah, but it doesn't matter what car. I don't. But it doesn't matter what car he's in. It's boring. Daniel Craig for me. Did you watch Quantum of Solace yesterday? Did we watch what Quantum of the Colors? No, Quantum of Solace. No. It was on the telly last night. No, I don't. I don't really. Watch oh yeah, it was Lady Kadonk. Oh, sorry, you're talking to Lady Kadonk. Where you go? Go on. Did you see Quantum of Solace last night? I saw a bit of it. Yeah. I saw it in the cinema. Not one of my favourite Bond films. Do you sit in the back or the front? <laughs> that is a brilliant question. Let's wait out there's a topic. <laughs> I like to cause when I'm with the children. I like an aisle seat, because you have to get up and go for a wee about two or three times in a movie. So, we like the aisle seats. About midway in the aisle seats, um, uh, but, I do, but kind of, as long as the aisle's kind of in the middle, really. I would never sit at the front. I sat at the front once to watch Dad's Army, the Dad's Army film, and it gave me a migraine. What, is that the original or the new version? That, that was the new version. With me, when I two weeks ago, when I went to see Ghostbusters, I sat in the middle of the cinema. You sat in the middle of the cinema? No, I sat down in the middle. That's not why. You sat. Steady. I was sitting down in the middle. Yes. What? On the floor? No, on the chair. Aha. 
Yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of a middle kind of guy. That's where I like to go. Yeah. Okay, Sarah. This is something you can put up with. Why? Why complain? You'll enjoy it. Uh, I don't know what I'd enjoy. Is that I really struggled to hear what you said there. Where do you sit, Anna? I like to sit halfway up, but near in the middle in the middle of the aisle. If yeah. that makes sense. Oh. Near, near the side. Supposing, supposing, um, strange people. By strange, I mean people you don't know. Come and sit next to you. No, but next to the stairs, as you go up to the stairs, stairs? in the middle bit. There are stairs? As you go up the stairs. What, what is this cavernous... I don't think I've ever been in the cinema with stairs. As they go up, in the middle of the cinema. On cinema's flat. Oh, no, when we saw Fifty Shades of Grey, we had to go upstairs. All right, remember this is in Kettering. Yeah, oh. Hey, I'm doing a gig in St Albans. I'm doing a gig in St yeah. Albans in November. I know, I saw your message on Facebook. Yeah. When are you going to yeah. do one in Birmingham? Never. I, I want front seats. Well, you, I thought you wanted middle seats up the stairs. <laughs> I'm doing a gig. I, it's going to be, I don't know what exact date yet. Um, it's on a Sunday. I think it's like the second Sunday in November at a comedy club in St Albans. I'm doing um, uh, Ian Lee versus Radio. One more time, guys. Is Kath going to be there? I don't know. Let's ask. Kath, you're going to be there? She's, um, she's flicking her fingers at me, so I'm guessing that means she wants to, uh, know the dates. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 can I touch your beard? No, you can't! Oh. I'm trying to grow a beard. Uh, you're trying to grow a beard? Yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's great news, Alan. Thanks for calling. Thank you. I hope Mum gets better. Bye. He got cut off before I said that, but... Hope oh, I've got a film, I've got a film. Yeah, go on. Is it bleak? Um, yeah, to me. Um, 2012. Oh, no, no. What, the, what, the Olympics? <laughs> the film. <laughs> oh, no, the film with, um, uh, John Cusack. I have no idea what the actor's name is. What? But, um, How do you not know John Cusack? He's brilliant. I, I keep forgetting the name. Um. But it's, it's a big film. It's not bleak. Yes, it is. It's not. I remember I saw 2012 at the cinema, and bizarrely, I think it came out in um, 2009, didn't it? And I, at the time, I said, this is the greatest film ever made. Hollywood, you can shut shop now. You'll never top this. And I don't think they have topped it. I think 2012 is a little bit too long. But it's brilliant. The bit where he's driving that big long stretch limo and the ground is open. There's a chasm opening up behind him. Chase the yeah, bit where the bloke's playing American football and he's running with the ball, and then yeah. the, the grounds the big crack opens in the ground. Oh, it's beautiful. They are good graphics. It's a comedy. Yeah. And the other one that I thought was quite great was I Am Legend. Um. Yeah. I'd. Yeah, I don't think that is bleak. I mean, that's just apocalyptic. But I, I wouldn't say that was bleak. I am legend. I mean, it's. I would say it was boring. I remember watching it, being very bored by it. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I, I, no, I'm not going to put it in in unless someone phones in and, and overrules me. I'm not going to put I am legend in as a bleak. Phil, I mean, you have you seen No Escape? No. Oh man, it is bleak. It is. Probably has. Oh God, it, I, I want someone else who's seen it to phone in so I can talk about the bit with um, the gun pointing at Owen Wilson. I want to talk about that bit, but I, it, I don't want to spoil it. 
for you, so I, I want someone to phone up so I can talk in code about it. Oh, well, I'll ask Ray if he's seen it. If he has, I'll, I'll get him to phone up. Get Ray to phone up and tell us about No Escape, for crying out loud. Okay, then. And if he hasn't, he's... Uh, if he could start watching it now... And right. it'll be finished just before the end of the show, and we can, like, do the last ten minutes talking about it. Okay. Is that all right? All right, then. Thank you, Lady Kadonk. Thank you very much. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. I allowed myself to just... Just, just you see, did you notice that? I allowed myself to um, get sucked in. What's the venue that I'm doing this gig in? Let me... Because people are asking. Maybe it isn't um st albans i thought it was st albans um hang on a minute 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 it's happy shark is the place but is that place oh it's in luton oh no the hot is at the horn in st albans at the horn you know it they got to stay, yeah, at the horn I'm doing it, on the 2nd Sunday of November. The tickets aren't on sale yet. I'll, I'll let you know when they are. Um, did you see I allowed myself? And I've been doing so well. This is the, here we go. The, w- make the world a better place. Me staying off Twitter. Made my life a better place. And by, um, by association, it's made my children's lives better because I'm slightly less anxious and angry. And, full of self-loathing just ever so slightly the self-loathing has gone from like a, a, an 11 down to about a nine and a half all right um and and then i just allow myself to get sucked into it. i've been off twitter pretty much about a week just under a week I've, t- I've deleted it from my phone although i can still kind of access it sometimes on the internet on my phone but it's a bit it's a bit patchy um and I've not been engaging with people, deliberately not been engaging with people, apart from when um, Kathy Burke tweeted me and then I tweeted her, because because we've got blue ticks. You'll all have blue ticks soon. I won't know. Limmy's being hilarious about the blue ticks on, on, on Twitter. He's outraged that normal people will be um, verified, and rightly so. We work long and hard to earn those blue ticks. Um, so my life has become better and, and, and therefore the, kind of the world around me has seen seemed better because I've been off Twitter, because I've not been engaging on Twitter. And look, I just started engaging just this evening and it's made me feel lousy. Isn't that interesting? Isn't there a lesson to be learnt from that? I do think uh, Gatford and Craig stay there. Uh, I'll probably come to you uh, after the um, the news. 0844-499-1000, by the way, is an excellent time to call. You'll speak to Catherine. She will call you back. She's only here for two more days, and then she's getting murdocked. It's been great working with you. Sorry it didn't work out. Yeah, you do that to Mr. Murdoch. Um, I, and I don't really use Facebook. I have a page, facebook.com slash Ian Lee, if you want to go and hang out there. And I post bits and pieces on there. Oh, Oh, I had a weird... Thank you for reminding me, me. I had a weird thing on Facebook. Now, last week, and I can't see this gentleman's name because we've blocked each other. But last week, um, someone called in about a boxer. And I can't remember his name. Paul something, right? I don't remember his name. And I think we were polite about the boxer. And I, I looked up a YouTube video and I watched it. And I think we, we joked a little bit, but I think we were polite about the boxer. The caller certainly was. And I think I was. Well, this, this person got in touch with me and sent me a message via my Facebook page. I'll, I'll read it to you. 
Why was you calling me on your show last night? I bet you have never been in a ring. Now, whenever I've argued with boxers before, they've always, at some point, said, I bet you've never been in a ring, or how about we discuss this in a ring? Well, no, how about we discuss this with words, my weapon of choice? I bet you have never been in a ring. Right, what's that got to do with anything? But think it's okay to call me. You should not let drunks on your show mentioning my name. I have not consented to someone ringing up talking about me. Huh? This guy's a boxer. He's in the public arena. I replied, did you hear what was said? Please don't let anyone talk about me on live radio. Please, I don't listen to radio. I'm putting in the punctuation for him, by the way. Maybe he was typing in a hurry. I replied, right, so you don't know what was said. My next reply was a little bit naughty. You know Monday's show is this now. Last night, someone rang up talking about me on your show. I don't want my name or myself spoken about on live radio again. Don't be a boxer. Sorry, mate, that's not how it works. You don't know what was said, do you? Anyway, I'm busy. Have a great evening. If someone rings up about me again, I will be contacting your bosses. My reply was... I won't tell you how to do your job. You won't tell me how to do mine. Bye-bye, Paul. And he's blocked me now, so I can't, I can't even see who it is. And I just thought, that was, um, that came from, from nothing. As far as I remember, the conversation was very pleasant about the gentleman. And a caller was phoning up to say that he was a good boxer, and I was kind of mocking a little bit and said, oh, he's a short fella. But that was, that was it. And he's, he's a boxer. He, he boxes in public. It's a public, it's public domain. And it, it's got me thinking that, that, that far from uniting people and bringing people together, it does do that to a certain extent, the internet. But mainly it's divisive and it allows for aggression and it, it thrives on aggression. So, simple question tricky answer how do we make the world a better place oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand talk radio for a monday it's not a bad start first hour of the show sparky sparky i would say so uh what are we talking about the film no escape there must be somebody else who's seen this masterpiece it's so tense pierce brosnan um uh, bleak films and how do we make the world a better place i'm ian lee this is talk radio Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman such a star I 
I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Eastwood looks so fine. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. So um um, I, I, I'm backing away from Twitter, and already I feel better again. I feel better again. It's it's um, it's a negative force. It's like what I'm trying to hang on a second. I'm trying to think of um, what are the things that are feed off bad energy. It's from a film. It's not a real thing, obviously. There's a thi- well, poltergeists. They're real. Well, uh, they feed off negative energy, don't they? The, the more negative, well, don't they feed off um, teenage girls uh, reaching puberty? That's what they feed off of. Ooh. Dirty poltergeists. Dirty poltergeists. Um, the poltergeists, in many ways, um, the Jimmy Savile of the ghost world, thoroughly unpleasant. Um, there's some creature in some film that feeds off negative energy, and that's what uh, what the internet is is. I think like I think if you were to unplug the internet, there would be enough bile within it to fuel it for the next two hundred years. Um, and I feel better when I step away from it. Isn't it interesting? So that's how I make myself feel better, and how I, in many ways, I make the world a little bit better because it's better for my kids, it's better for my work colleagues because I'm less miserable, and it's better for Twitter. Because I'm not going on there effing and jeffing all the time, which I do. But how do we, and this is a genuine question, I know, and I know it sounds soft, and I know it sounds partridge, and I know it sounds hippy-dippy, right? But you hear about that thing in Japan, and, you know, and there's been four attacks in Bavaria in, like, the last month or something, and France, and it will happen in London, guys, it will happen in London, right? And Donald Trump, and... Turns out Hillary Clinton, who's our best shot, is also a dodgepot. And, 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 you know, Boris Johnson and Theresa May and, and, um, Corbyn, everything is screwed, man. Everything is screwed. The world at the moment is a bleak place. Up until a few years ago, I would quite confidently say that the world was getting better, that it was, it was, it was the safest it had been, it was the best it had been, it was, it was improving. And I can't honestly say that now. And I've got kids, and I want to be able to say that, but I can't. So, right, and there is no, there is no clever way of asking this question. So the question is, how do we make the world a better place? Simple as that. But it's tricky. Oh eight um, four four. 499-1000 is the telephone number as well. Uh, and we're talking about Pierce Brosnan and the film No Escape and all kinds of bits and pieces. Gatford, Simon, stay there. Let's go to Craig. Evening, Craig. Hey, Ian, how are you? I'm all right, thank you, Craig. What you got for us? Hey, I got... hang, on, hang on a second. I'm wearing shorts. Oh, dear. I've been meaning to say this all last week and this week. Look, I'm wearing shorts. I never wear... That's how hot it is. I'm actually wearing shorts. And I never wear shorts in public. Even when I go abroad to Greece, I tend not to wear shorts. I'll wear swimmers in the sea... But then I'll wear, like, linen trousers. Occasionally I'll wear shorts, but I tend to wear linen trousers. 
Um, and I'm, I'm now, I'm, I've been in London this weekend, in short, I'm in, I'm in a workplace wearing shorts. That's unhygienic. Well, if you'd been in a school, they would have said you couldn't and you have no, to wear a skirt, would would, It would make me wear a skirt. What? Uh, so I'm wearing shorts, and, and lucky you on the periscope, you got to see a rare glimpse of my horrible legs. What you got for us, Craig? Three films that are bleak, but yep. I love them. Yep. And the third one leads to a question. First film, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1978 one. Oh, now, yeah, that is, that is bleak. Lennon Nimoy and Donald <laughs> Sutherland and Jeff Goldblum, it is an absolute masterpiece. It's kind of a lost classic, that film, because people normally refer to the 1960 version, 58, something like that, yeah. the black and white version, which is a great, no, probably about 57, maybe. It's a great film. But the 70s one is so slow and so, um... It's claustrophobic, isn't it? Claustrophobic. That's exactly the word I'm looking for. Claustrophobic. And the bit at the end, if I got it from this spoiler alert, guys, when uh-huh. I think it's Leonard, they all get separated, and then, and then it's months later, and Leonard Nimoy, I think, finds Donald Sutherland, and he goes up to him and goes, oh, thank God I found you, I thought I'd lost you. And Donald Sutherland looks at him points at him and goes ah! and that means he's one of them he's one of them oh god it's great just go to sleep just go to sleep and let it happen it was the girl but that was cool this she went up to donald sutherland say, say that again it was it was the girl in it that met donald sutherland oh was it the girl yeah. it was the girl was it right yeah yeah so, yeah i mean a great film a great film and brilliant to see people forget that lennon limoy right is a flip was a flipping great actor he did um he did like theater and all this stuff and i just saw a trailer last week for a new documentary about lennon Moy by one of his sons who looks exactly like a lennon Moy. it's the weirdest thing and it looks absolutely incredible this documentary i cannot wait to see here's two films i want to see right and I, i tried to find them and i couldn't the Leonard Nimoy documentary, and there's another documentary out called Wiener, about this guy, this American politician, who got busted for sending pictures of his... His, oh, name's, yeah. his name's Wiener, right? And he got busted for sending um, pictures of his penis to um, some voters. That was his name as well, wasn't it? His it was name is Weenie, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, some, people working here should take note. He sent a picture to his um, to, to a voter, and it was a big scandal, and he lost his job. And the film is following him, I think, as he's trying to rebuild his career, and I think he's running for the mayor of New York, right? And apparently he's a very arrogant man, right? And midway through the film... Another scandal breaks, and apparently it is an incredible film, and he's, it's, it's made because of his arrogance, the arrogance of the man. So that's what I want to look forward to. Go on, you have two more films. Sorry, Craig, go on. Twelve Monkeys. No, that's not bleak. That's not bleak. No? Well, doesn't... Because I've argued about, I've argued about Twelve Monkeys with people, right? Yeah. And I have been convinced... That in Twelve Monkeys, he saves the world. Well, no, because he's the kid in the airport. Yeah. 
that sees the guy going on the yeah. plane with the virus, so yeah. nothing's changed. Yeah, no, but I thought, because also at the airport is the woman from the future, and someone explained it to me that they'd managed to work out his messages, and the woman from the future went back to save the world, and so the world was saved. Well, no, in the, well, there's a TV series, yeah. which we'll ignore, but in the film, yeah. all the messages from the future are actually his, is the girl that's with him, and she's, like, messing about talking about the 12 monkeys. Right. So, they think that the 12 monkeys released the virus, and they're, and they're this terrorist yeah. group, but uh, they're uh, nothing to do with it. Yeah, uh, well, no, I know, I remember, yeah. but I thought... That, oh, someone's just posted me the picture of uh, Donald Sutherland pointing and doing the noise. <laughs> it's a great picture! Oh, yeah. It's a great picture. Um, uh, someone, uh, that's what I thought, but then someone explained it to me that, no, actually, he'd gone back and, and the, the, the message had got through and they'd, they'd well, s- saved the world. Well, I love it, so I will watch it again thinking that. Um, because is, the the series, think... is the series no good, then? Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, is but, it? But the series is more like a Terminator story. Okay. About going back and changing things all the time. Yeah. You know, like in Terminator, the argument is, why doesn't Skynet go back before the thing that happened in the film? Yeah. To distri- so, in, in the TV series, they yes. keep trying to fix things that happen because of they fixing things. Right, okay. It's, it's good. Okay. But the last film, yeah. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, that is... Ble- that is it, now we've got it. You've, you've got it. Yeah. You've got it totally. That is bleak that is um who's the directed by um famous well, that's the question child How rapist I still like it well yeah because of polanski polanski roman polanski um drugged and had sex with i think she was 13 or was she 15 yeah i think she was um, 13 Catherine's going to find the facts for me um and he didn't just have sex with her he we've seen jack nicholson's house on that 13, it was Jack Nicholson's house, I think, or Art Garfunkel, Jack yeah. Nicholson's. Um, he, um, oh, I'm going to say it because it's a late night radio show. He drugged her and sodomized her. Yeah. And, um, uh, and then when it all got a little bit messy, he fled the country and, of course, refuses to go back. Now, I know people that have worked with Roman Polanski that have been, you know, that jumped at ch- the chance to be in a Roman Polanski, um, film. Yeah, this famous people now defending him you yeah 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 but yeah and uh, i think i mean he's com- he's admitted that he did did it so it's not even you know it, 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 it he's admitted he did it so it's not even a diddy or didn't he yeah he did but he's not served the time so we still like not paid the, the debt to society either he's a weird uh, he's a weird one Plansky. i don't think i mean he hasn't done a decent film in a long long time i don't think rosemary's baby yeah. was excellent that, yeah. that, probably the that was probably the best of his films i mean he did um the um lesbian vampire killers didn't he the first one not the one with Cordy yeah Lee. vampires uh, yeah. Uh, and it, uh, I, I, you know a, a, a tragic and sad life of course but um he he, he raped a 13 year old girl so you know that's, that's <laughs> Because what's Very the name? Naughty. Victoria Corrin Mitchell did a um, documentary about Bohemian. What does it mean to be Bohemian? Oh, right. And in one of them, there was an artist who drew pictures, famous artist in the past, don't even know his name. Yeah. But his art is, is well recognised, but some of it was of a daughter of his that he molested. And it was separating the art from the person. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there was arguments. She says that she couldn't have a piece of art, of, but there was people there saying they could. Well, this is uh, this is the thing. I, uh, we've touched upon this here, and I keep going back to it. it, it, it the, the 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 kind of obvious example of that is Gary Glitter. Yeah. And I spoke to a lot of Gary Glitter fans. I was working on something I never quite saw through, but I will see it through one day. Um, and, and they say they can separate Paul Gad, the the paedophile, from Gary Glitter, the rock star. And I said, well, yeah, but you know they're the same person. Um, and, and, and But yeah, I do like listening to Gary Glitter songs. Yeah. But well, I don't condone is, his heinous crimes. With that, like there's a bit in John Peel's autobiography about how he thought a 15-year-old girl yeah, yeah, yeah. was pregnant. Well, yeah, yeah, sex with but a 15-year-old girl in America. And there was, there was yeah. kind of... Um, they tried to turn that into a huge scandal after he died because the BBC had just named the radio block of Broadcasting House the John yeah. Peel Building, and there was there was a kind of thwoy, and they tried that the press tried to turn it into a Savile type thing, and it, it never ignited because I think it was one girl, one you know, uh, yeah. but, but we all kind we all kind of went. Oh, but it's John Peel and it was the 60s. Well, that's the thing. Is it the artist itself that makes you judge? And I'm not saying I don't know where I stand because, you know, there's, well, Phil Spector, you know, he's in prison for murder. Yeah. But his songs are great, the ones he produced. Yeah, his songs are brilliant. It's, it's a, Craig, I've got to move on because I'm late and there's loads of people calling in. 0844 499 is, um, It was funny with the John Peel thing. You know, we all kind of, when it is announced, all of us who like John Peel kind of held our breaths and went, <gasps> make it go away, make it go away. And it did go away. And it's, it's in his autobiography. Um, and he, t- he, yeah, he had sex with a 15 year old girl in the States. And he, I, th- I think, I think he says we, we didn't, you know, ask for birth certificates and stuff like that. Um, and everyone went, oh, but it's John Peel. And it was the sixties and it was only one. Does that make a difference? Not really. No. Oh, eight, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. <laughs> Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Gafford, you're frisky tonight, boss. Feeling a little bit frisky. It's because I got shorts on. Because I've not had much sleep, and I won't get much sleep tonight. And you know, yeah. got some bad news. Ah, bad news. So, right, I bought on eBay. My name is eBay. I bought on eBay. Um, a reel-to-reel tape player, 20 quid plus 10 oh, quid yeah. postage, 30 quid total. I bought a load of tapes to play on it. Uh, before you received the reel-to-reel tape player. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think I know where this is going. Um, well, it said the tape player, the, the, the reel-to-reel recorder works... See, seems to work. Seem is oh. worded very cleverly. Seems to work would be good for an enthusiast. In other words, someone who could put it back together. Yes. Yeah. I had. Um, I'll be honest. Right. The kids were. At, um, my wife was working on Saturday night, and the kids were at the. Um, or was it? No, it was last night. Last night, and the kids were at my uh, their grandparents. I had the house to myself. And I had two and a half delightful yet frustrating hours trying to get this bloody thing to work, right? And um, I managed to hear Beg, Steal or Borrow by, I think, the New Seekers. Um, Let's say that, yeah. um, But it was very faint. It was all very, very quiet. And then 
I could only get one tape to play. The other tapes, it would play backwards. And I spent wow. hours trying to work this out, trying to work it out. And then I Googled it. And basically, the tapes I had, I think, are f- like four track. But this tape player can only play two track. Or the tapes are double-sided, and this tape player can only play one, you know, single-sided tapes. So basically, it was playing the forwards and the backwards at the same time, creating a mess. And also, it was playing it very, very quietly. Um, and I, then I looked, and I noticed the tape heads and the br- the the soft. Getting geeky, guys. Yeah. The soft brush part that pushes the tape onto the tape heads, w- w- it was missing. And basically, it was all knackered. And then I touched a bit, and then I took the top off, and I touched a bit with a knife, and it sparked, and it sent me flying across the room. And I cursed yeah. and I swore, and I thrown up my friend Watco, and he couldn't fix it. And um, I thought, well, that's... You normally can. That's 45 quid, including the tapes I've wasted. Yeah. But it was a fun Sunday night, I'm it sure. Was, oh, I loved it! Oh, yeah. I absolutely loved it, and I'm gutted. Now, what I must not do... I must not... Two things I must not do. I must not take that tape machine into a place to get it repaired because it will cost me a fortune. Uh Uh-huh. I must not buy another tape machine. I must not buy another tape machine. But I'm just going to have a quick look. No! Just delete, delete eBay off your phone like Twitter. I can't. No, you can. Come on. I can't. Do it with me. Anyway. See, that's part... Now, herein comes part of my solution for world something yes make the world a better place well there there is no one thing that you can do let's all admit that there's no there's no magic bullet yes okay but there are several things and it comes down to whether you want a level of control over things or whether you want freedom over things right if you want a level of control everybody only gets two hours on the internet a day yes do with it what you want say that again because i wasn't actually listening okay Everybody only gets two hours of the internet every day. That seems quite a lot. I'm open to changing the parameters, but if you limit the amount of the internet... 15 minutes. Fine. And you split it. Well, you you, you do it how you want to do it. If you do seven and a half minutes in the morning to check your emails and your Facebook, seven and a half minutes at night to check your emails and your Facebook. I'm talking personal work. Oh! Oh, flipping it, mate. Right, oh, so so apart from the nine hours you're at work, you're only allowed 15 minutes on the internet. Are you nuts? But that can be monitored, can't it? Because legally, employers can say, no, you mustn't go on Facebook and Twitter, else we're going to fire you. So, you know, the the sword of Damocles hangs over. You know that all bosses never never use a work computer, right, for anything naughty. um, Because work all work bosses if if they've got any sense at all have got the intranet connected up to their computer so they can go oh gap gapford's been on that computer a long time let's have a look oh look he's have on, you been talking to he's him? on just eat and he's ordering more food right oh catherine's what? been uh, on that whoa, whoa 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 yeah you got the history there what's going on catherine's been on the internet a long time i'm gonna have a look oh she's looking at shoe porn men riding shoes with their phalluses um, oh, look, Id's been on the internet for a long time. Oh, he's doing his New work. Bum lick. We're going to fire him first. We're in a massive bum lick. Look, he's editing and, and doing promotion for the station. We won't yeah. have that. Um, so that's why, I've, that's why I've got a laptop. You see? So I've got a laptop. Uh, untraceable. Um, anyway, the, so, the, so this is the thing. You can either go to a level of control or you go to a level of freedom. I think you can't. You, we're sitting in the middle. Aren't we? We're sitting in the middle of the of the idea, you know. We're saying, "Oh, yeah, you can do this and you can do that because you want your freedom, but you, you want to be controlled." 
Right. So you've got to make that decision. So either, and this is controversial, yes. you blow up all the terrorists, huh? or you have to engage and find out what causes the problems. I want to blow them up. Fine, then blow them up. You've got to do one or the other. You can't, can't sit in we, the middle. All the suicide bombers, right? Can't we have a suicide bomber amnesty? I'm just, I'm literally, yeah. this idea is just coming to my head right now. So if it's ill thought out, I apologise. But I think that, but, but, indulge me, right? So yeah. we say to all the suicide bombers, right? Listen, we're all going to have a big get together on, let's say, this Wednesday at 11 o'clock. Yeah. All the suicide bombers, we won't arrest you. We won't arrest your family. Won't do none of that. Why don't you all go to Trafalgar Square with your vests yeah. and your backpacks, right? And and then, then no, so nobody goes to Trafalgar Square apart from the suicide bombers. So they're all there, and we film it, and they get their message across. You know all that. And we see all their faces and all that, and we make like really slick videos for them and stuff. So they got all that, and yeah. then they just blow themselves up. And it's only them that they're they're blowing up. Is that would that work? No, it's good. There's something in that. There's something in it, in sort of allowing them to do it in a controlled environment where only they get hurt. That's not not quite amnesty then, because an amnesty is like a gun amnesty where you you turn up and you give your guns in and they don't prosecute and they don't. Well, they can. They will be giving the bombs up, but they would be wearing them. Mm, I don't know. There's something in it. So I'm imagining actually that the 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 death of the infidel is 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 a significant part of what they do. But you know, I don't know. There's something in it. I mean, those people really are. um, They really do upset me. Really, they have got to you. I can tell that. Yeah, they have got to me. Now let let me come on to my bleak film. Before I do that, cinema position, uh, row C, far right hand side, because I've got bad hearing in my right ear. Yes. So I want to sit with the cinema sound to my left. Okay. And three rows back. Because, you know, being a bit tall, you can kind of handle the neck position. Yeah. I've given that some thought. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Yeah. Oh, that's... That no, no, no. No, bleak no, it's not. Film. Do, you know yes, what, it is. do you know what bleak means? Yeah. Depressing. No, it's not bleak. It's, uh, it's optimistic and hopeful. No. And they fall in love again at the end. Yeah, but that's not going to work for them. Spoiler alert. Look at the history. It's going to yeah. repeat itself. It's bleak. It's not bleak. You're not... Right, get off. Go on. Go away. It's not, it's not, it's not bleak. Um, someone has texted in. You can text 87222. Start your text with the word talk. Cost 25 pence plus your normal sending charge. Simon and Rocky say they'll come to you in a minute. You work for a radio station. Do you mean to say there isn't a tech engineer who can't fix the tape machine or know somebody who can? Well, yeah, but it, we work at a radio station in the year 2016. It's not 1983. So, no, there, there, there's nobody. If I had problems with the computer or problems with the studio, I'd go to them. Or the touch screen wasn't working. But you go to them with a real to even then. Just, if you're not going to go to them with a reel-to-reel, they go, what is that? It's a reel-to-reel. They'll be younger than me. You'll be a kid. You'll be like a 22-year-old there. So, no. But basically, I've bought a pup, and I was, I'm was i gutted. But as buy cheap, buy twice. You see, that's the thing. Buy cheap, buy twice. And I really thought I got a nice little bargain there. And I bought this thing that is knackered. And I imagine, and people are tweeting me help on um, online, um i imagine that um it would just cost way too much to get it fixed really tempted to buy 
buy another one. Must not buy another one. I've just had to been forced to buy a new car, which I dented. Dented my new car. Two days after getting it. I dented it. What a plum. Oh eight four four, etc. 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 Are paedophiles infidels? Are they infidels? I would have thought so, because maybe we can work... I'm still thinking this idea on, like, an amnesty on on these... these, Honestly, I was in London with the kids, and for the first time ever, not the first time ever, actually, the the, the second time, the first time was when I went into London after um, 7-7, the first time. I was um, looking around, feeling not massively tense. If I felt tense, I wouldn't have taken the boys to... Um, Disney headquarters and then into central London and then to the science museum. I, you know, so obviously I wasn't that, but, um, feeling a little bit ready, ready to pick them up and run. Do you know what I mean? And, um, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Oh, eight, four, 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 nine, nine, one, a thousand is the telephone number. We call you back. Um, oh, Catherine, um, a little bit of politics there. Well done. I'm not. I'm not reading what you just wrote. I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. No, no, I'm not getting involved. Not getting involved. Then, but then we're, st- we're in danger of turning into the Ian Collins show if I read. Uh, I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. Flipper, you're supposed to be the voice of reason. I'm glad you're getting murdocked off. Simon's on the line. Good evening, Simon. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. Simon, what you got for us, boss? I got. I got a couple of things. Um, I've seen No Escape. Oh, what did um, you what did you think? Well, I was a bit before I watched it. I was a bit worried because I, I've only ever seen him in like comedies. So yep. he's always been a comedy actor to me. Yep. Um, I, mean, so well, I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Yeah. Um, but it was gripping, oh, and, and even right to the very end. Yeah. I don't want to give too many spoilers, right? Yeah. But I even thought at the end they were they were going to get shot. There's the bit right, and we're going to tread carefully, right? Because I don't want to spoil it because it's on Amazon Prime. I've been told so people can go and watch it. And it, uh, honestly, it's bleak, right? Do, have you got kids, Simon? No, I I've got kids, and my whole night sleep was me running away and um, leaving, for, going. Oh no, I've left one of the kids behind, and having to go back and and get one of the kids. It's horrible. But the bit, right? How are we going to say this without ruining it for people? The bit when they're trying to get to the boat, and yeah. they capture Owen Wilson. Yeah, and she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, he, I, oh god, I, it was awful. They probably they dragged it out as well. Yeah, so it was like it was going to happen. It was a bit like um, the. Um, I tell you what, it was reminiscent of actually. It was like the um, um, uh, Russian roulette scene in when they're in the the deer hunter. But the first time they play Russian roulette, when they're prisoners um, of the Viet Cong. Have you seen that? No. Oh, okay. It's that tension with everybody shouting at each other, and, um, y- you know, you're just not quite sure what's going to happen. It was, it, it reminded me of that. An incredible scene. And Owen Wilson, he should have got an Oscar for that film. I think he, I think he's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it completely changed my idea of him yeah. altogether. Yeah. Um, but, but, but in that scene you're talking about, I mean, the first gunshot, I didn't expect that to happen either. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So the like, oh, yeah. no, it's actually, actually going to happen. This is actually going to happen. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good film, and it's funny. It, I don't know why. It's either last year or this year it came out. 
And I don't know why, it, I'd, I'd never heard of it. I just saw, I was flicking through films and I saw it and then I go on IMDb and see whether yeah. I'd, I'd, you know, read the brief synopsis and the star rating. And um, it didn't have a particularly good star rating, but then I read one of the, the uh, a review that just a punter had put up there and they went, ignore all the reviews, this film is brilliant. And I thought, all right, I'll have uh, I'll have a go. And it was, oh God, it was tense. I don't think it got a very big release. I mean, I, I mean it's very realistic. Well, well, that I can because I've been to Thailand uh, yeah. earlier in the year, yeah. and you know, even, even the hotel scene, you know, you can imagine that actually happening. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you, you, you're walking along, and the locals are all looking at you, and you, you do feel sometimes a little bit of. You know, oh yeah, being to go into India, and you you know you take you take two left turns, and suddenly out of the hotel, the posh swanky hotel, and suddenly you're in you know you're in abject poverty. We were giving you know begging children, we were giving them pens that we'd nicked from the hotel, and they were over the moon by it. Yeah, and we yeah. went well, we went on our honeymoon, and we 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 stayed in this hotel, and um, we went out at night, and everyone's going, well, don't go out at night, and we went, no, that'd be fine, and we went for a walk. And very quickly, it got very, very scary. Now, it, 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 eventually, we, we, we got talking to this, um, this man and his daughter. And it turns out they were delightful, right? And they invited us into their house. And it was a bit scary, but we went, yeah, all right. And we went in the house. We didn't have anything. They were offering us water, and obviously we didn't drink it. And they were just talking to us about England and what it was like. And it was this tiny house. It was two rooms, two tiny, tiny rooms. And there were about eight of them living there. And then it got a bit scary when um, they, they said, oh, look, we've got a car. Basically, they wanted to sell us stuff. And they said, we've got a car, and we run a factory. Why don't you come with us in the car to the factory? And we're going, no, 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 no. We're going to go back to the hotel now. And, uh, and I kind of grabbed my wife's arm, and we just started walking. Mm-hmm and walking and walking and it got a bit scary but you can imagine that turning at any point into yeah. what happened in that film yeah good he's good owen wilson i don't want to have you seen the royal tenenbaums yes i have yeah hey, see i think he's brilliant in that he plays a junkie and uh, uh, he, he plays an hilarious yet pathetic and sad junkie and it's wonderful to watch I think there's there's too many other stars in that though. He kind of gets lost yeah. in the background. I know what you mean. It's um, what's the name? Where's um, Where's Anderson? Where's Anderson? I do like yeah. I do like Where's Anderson. And when he's on when he's on form, he's brilliant. That bottle rocket and the Grand Budapest Hotel, I think, are oh, look, yeah, masterpieces. Brilliant. Masterpieces. I mean, the um, No Escape. They only um, could release it in Thailand if they didn't mention what country it took place in. And that's the only reason why they why it could have a cinema it, release over there. Is it meant to be Thailand? I know it's next yeah. to Vietnam, obviously. Yeah, I, I mean, because I, I, it was one of the films that made me want to research it after watching it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, apparently they, the guys who wrote it came up with the idea after tr- when they were youngsters, they went over to Thailand. Yeah. And just as they left the country, a coup happened. And it kind of gave them the idea about what would have happened. It's a silent P, but yeah, yeah. Well, and it also was what was going on in Turkey, kind of. Makes you think. Someone, yeah. someone has just reminded me, Pab- some, Pablo has, uh, has tweeted, and someone earlier said the, uh, the Mist, right? And it's a Stephen King film, and it's brilliant, right? Bizarrely for a Stephen King film, because usually they're rubbish. And that is, um, that is bleak. How, what, what is the rule on spoilers, Simon? How many years does a film have to be out before I can ruin the ending? Oh, I don't know. 
I think with Netflix now, it's got to be a long time, isn't it? Because there's loads of old films on there. Supposing the film was out um, eight years ago, am I allowed to say what the ending is? Yeah, go for it. Go right, for okay. It. So, this bizarre mist gets let out, right? It turns out it's, it's uh, um, the government have been... And basically, the mist is so thick, you can't see your hand in front of you. And all these people take refuge in this big supermarket, this big glass window, right? And in the mist, you just hear all this... All these noises and stuff. And it turns out that there are these really freaky monsters from another dimension. But ignore that, because that makes it sound a bit silly. And um, uh, this guy has got his kid and his wife with him. And they manage to get into a car and escape from this supermarket. And they're escaping and they can hear all these monsters, right? And they've got two bullets in the gum, right? The car runs out of petrol. This is bleak, right? The car runs out of petrol, right? And he says... He looks at the wife and she's like, they can't get out of the car because they'll be eaten by the monsters, right? Mm. And he looks at the wife and he says, um, I don't know what to do. And they both agree to sh- that they're going to shoot the kid. And the wife, he says, I'm, you know, I'm going to put you out of your misery. Oh, God, it's awful. Mm. And they, he kills the kid, right? And he kills the wife, and he's in pieces. He's in absolute pieces, and he gets out of the car, knowing he's going to be eaten by these monsters. He's like, come and get me! Come and get me, you sons! I'm here! And then this army truck pulls up. Oh, no. And the army say, um, get in, sir. It's all over now. We've, we've, we, the, the, the mist was at this, this chemical thing, and we've managed to capture it. And they, they drive like a hundred feet, and they're out of the mist into the real world. Oh. Oh, it's bleak, man, and he, he and he's just killed his wife and his kid. Oh. It is, I mean, as, I've, I've ruined it completely. But as as twists go in films, it's beautifully done, yeah. you know, and it's no, such a good. harrowing hour and a half. Oh man, Simon, thank you very much for that. Oh, dearie me, bleak films. It's interesting as well. We're focusing more on the bleak films and, and, and instead of how we're going to make the world a better place. And it's a genuine question. It's a genuine question because the world is bleak, man. It is bleak. It is miserable. You know, Channel 4, on Channel 4 right now is a programme with a load of students looking at each other's willies. Is that on now? Oh, Catherine's going, hmm, I think maybe. She's actually reaching for the remote control. Going to sit in front of the TV, flicking away. Um trying to find that channel and um, <laughs> you know that's what tv is and i didn't want to i just noticed danny baker's tweeted about that program i knew that program was on and i didn't want to talk about it because i thought oh i'm an i'm an old man and and channel four is doing what channel four is meant to do and it's meant to be shocking and it's meant to be rude and it's meant to, to people over 35 to go oh this is disgusting um and it fed my kids for a few years you know because of that remit and and but that is what we have come to, you know. People look at it's a dating show where they look at people's willies and go, "I'll have that one, please." We all know, we all know that there's. If you're looking at one on the Slack, it's not, it's not an indicator of where you, you know, where it might go. It's meaningless. 
probably crossed the line there though i would instantly regret oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand someone is suggesting happiness is a bleak film i've not seen happiness for years i've got it on dvd it's great and lino is suggesting paul blart mall cop 2 is bleak i would i would um that's the one where he's on the segue isn't it yes i would suggest that's very bleak uh we've got loads of calls tony ed nigel stay there come to you shortly let's go to rocky yes rocky Rocky, I'm all right. By the way, you sounded a wee bit, to use a, an East Coast Scottish word, you sounded as if you were going a wee bit raj earlier on. What does that I mean? Thought, a bit raj? Raj. Raj. R-A-D-G-E, I suppose. A raj. But what does it mean? Familiarise yourself with, with this lingo, if you're coming up here. Okay, in, I've got to learn By the way, you never told me uh, what exactly you're going to do. Oh, you're up here. Oh, right. Well, I'm doing on uh, uh, Friday the 12th and Saturday the 13th, uh, either 2 or 2.30, somewhere, I think, at one of the Pleasance venues. I'm hosting a panel show called War of the Words, which is being recorded for... Um, uh, it will be, like, available as a podcast at a later date. It's proper. We're going to have proper comedians on up there, and we've recorded four shows so far. We're going to record two there. We're also recording them the next two Sundays at the Backyard Comedy Club. And this coming Sunday, we've got Arthur Smith and, um... Oh, we've got someone else who's really good, and I can't think for the life of me who it is. But the tickets are free, man. It's free tickets. And I'll tweet well, the I'll link tomorrow. I'll yeah, Good, man. Well, Come along. Us, be nice keep, to meet you. I was going to say, keep us updated by 12, if you're still using 12. But by the way, Ian, I think you should just patch it. Just get rid of 12. You don't need it. I do. You I need it in your life. I do need it. I do need it. Listen, right, what age are you, 43? How long you had Twitter in your life? Two years? Three years? Six. You survived? Six years? Yeah. Right, well, there you go. So you were, what, 30, 37? Dang on a minute. Dave, are you telling me the show's on at 3.40pm? You told me, guys, it was on at 2.30. You've, you've lied, and you've ruined my weekend in Edinburgh, Dave. Well, that's, that's my plans up in the air, Dave. Dave Cribb is going to get a, a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. He's saying it's at the Ace Dome at 3.40pm on the Friday and the Saturday, the 12th and the 13th. Dave Cribb, of course, produces the John Holmes show, so what the hell does he know about anything? What does he Seven know about anything? Uh, but I will be there and we'll be doing a show and if people want to come and have photos and all of that stuff afterwards then uh, you'll be Fair more than welcome to. Oh, and on the Friday we're doing this show live from Sarah's house. Is Sarah in Edinburgh? She's in Musselburgh. Oh, Musselburgh, I just do say that. Just outside Edinburgh. Right. We are doing, we've got to check with her because we've got to check that we can plug into the internet. We don't want Wi-Fi. We've got to be able to plug into the internet. But in theory, we will be broadcasting this show live from a listener's house just outside of Edinburgh. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's I have a great idea. I don't know, logistically, I don't know if it could work. What would stop you from doing a show and my taxi. We need... No, I know, and I, 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 I'm not averse to that idea, but we need to be able to plug our bit of equipment into um, into a, uh, the internet. We've right. got to think... Got, but it, 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 indulge me for two seconds. We have a thing called a Comrex, um, which I don't really know what it is, but it means... It, basically, it's a portable um, broadcasting studio, and it will connect us to Ed, who will be here, but we need to plug it into really fast internet for it to work properly. So you need the yellow Ethernet cable. Which no one ever uses when you get Virgin Broadband or because, Sky Broadband. It goes straight in the bin. I've, I've got about six or seven of them yeah. lying in my house. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what, you mentioned Owen Wilson earlier on, right? I've yeah. told you, and it's not a bleak film by any means, but I've, I've mentioned this film to you before. He wrote 
and I think he directed a magic wee film called Rushmore. Have you heard of it? Rushmore. He he co-wrote it with and Wes Anderson directed it. Yeah, I ru- I like Rushmore. It's it's not my my favourite Wes Anderson film. There's some brilliant bits in it, and I, 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 I was quite cookie. Yeah, I, I enjoy it the older I get. I go back to every few years. I, I, I prefer Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket is the first film they did together, and it's just, it's just a joy. I'm going to take a note of that one. Bottle yeah, Rocket, Bottle never Rocket. even heard of Yeah, guys, it's the never first one they did it. together, and it's wonderful. Right, it's changing the subject again, yes. if, if you don't mind. Um, Rajar. And Rajar's figures. I heard yes. that. Oh. Girl was having a pop it, it, Rag- uh, uh, Rajar makes it sound like it's... Rajar makes it sound like it's an, uh, something left over from uh, when we used to own the Indian subcontinent. It's Rajar. <laughs> How does it work? It's the All most right, ridiculous thanks. system, but it's the best one we've got. Basically, um, uh, this company will knock... <clears throat> excuse me. Will knock on your door... Ask if you listen to the radio, and would you like to sign up to for Rajar for, I think it's a fortnight you do it for, maybe it's a month, and you get a little book. You get a little book, and um, in it, it will list Radio 1, 2, 3, 4, um, and then some of the bigger independent stations. It probably won't list talk radio, it'll list talk sport. Um, and what you do is every 15 minutes that you listen to, you tick... So, imagine you listen to um, talk radio um, at 10 o'clock in the morning. No, let's not be ridiculous. Imagine you listen to... um, All right, you listen to Paul Ross, okay, in the morning, right? Um, So, you would write in talk radio, and then it would be like a a list of times, and you'd say, right, I listened between 9 and 9.45. So, you tick those little 15-minute boxes, and at the end of the month, I think it is, they come and collect it, then they add it all up, and they multiply it by, I don't know... 3,000, I think, or something. And that's how we get the listening figures. Now, it's slightly, it's slightly different for us and for some stations because we also broadcast online on talkradio.co.uk and I believe the bosses have the technology to register the number of times people open that stream and listen. This show also has podcasts. And while the podcast figures won't be included in the listening figures, they do do us a lot of good. And we get about six, 7,000 downloads a day. Shh, that's a secret. But we do. Um, so th- there are kind of ways. But Ray Jar is, is nonsense and ridiculous and is out of date, but it's the only thing we've got. And when when our figures are up, we all celebrate Ray Jar. And when our figures are down, we all go, but it's a ridiculous system. It doesn't work. It's a bit like the horoscopes. And the newspapers, no, they're not that I buy any newspapers. They're, they're, by the way, there's a final wee tip just before I go. Yeah. You're talking about how to make the world a better place. Yes. Don't buy newspapers. Ladies and gentlemen, Rocky, uh, thank you very much indeed. Of course, of course, apart from the sun, which I thoroughly recommend. Uh, Mandy, uh, no, Mandy. Mandy, Miles28X is um, is just tweeted me. I just tuned in because I caught you on Periscope. What's the station all about? I don't know. I don't know. How would you describe the um, uh, the, the station? Uh, this show is weekdays, 10 till 1. Thanks for... Where, let me click on Mandy. Let's find out a little bit about Mandy. Part angel. Mm, part devil. Mm, mostly idiot. Okay. Uh, hashtag Londoner. Hashtag QPR. Comes from Cambridge. Joined in September 2011. Now we can look at Mandy's pictures. Look, let's see. Let's see what Mandy likes. Mandy likes Krispy Kreme donuts. That's a big box of Krispy Kreme donuts as well. <laughs> Zero sugar Coca Cola. 
Okay, well, I think you've got the sugar in there. Uh, a cup of tea in a... Um, um, she likes football, okay. And uh, likes Fox News. Oh, and has hurt her finger. And um, wears sunglasses. There we go. Oh, and has got... Has got is that your boy? Is that your boyfriend? Flipping it, he's buff, isn't he? He's buff! And likes eating um, crap uh, ready meals. Well, I hope... That, so basically, Mandy, the station is me um, looking at people's timelines. 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 Timelines! Timelines. Can't do it. Timelines. No. Tony! How do? Timelines. Aha! Aha! Timelines. I did it! I did it! Timelines. <laughs> what you got for us, Tony? Well, I was going to call him with a couple of uh, bleak films, but also after, I got thinking about how do you make the world a better place as yeah, well. Yeah, how do we make the world a better place? And Genuine question. I think I think it's simple good deeds, like one that's been done for my family this week, my best, lifelong best friend, Steve O'Brien, yeah. is uh, signed up for uh, Brave the Shave, you know, the McMillan. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Dedicated and he's dedicated it to my mother. No, well, there you go. Well, see, that's a that's a, and we can and be sniffy about this. Thing. That's a that's a simple thing that will raise a few quid, which is great. But more, I think, more important than the money it raises, it kind of it's it's doing something for other people, isn't it? Exactly, that's yeah. what it is. I've told my sister; she was made up with it. There you and, go. You know, sim- simple things, folks. Simple things. For other How? People. But but I mean, but but um. I'm just because I, I, I ain't doing that. I'm not. I'm not shaving my head or my face. No, I'm, I couldn't. I'm, I'm, I'm a man of beard. Either. I'm a man of beard now, Tony, and I'm staying with it. <laughs> I'm staying with it. Um, but um, I mean, what? All right. What? What can? What can we do tonight? What can we do tonight to make the world a better place? Why don't we all agree tomorrow to call somebody who we haven't spoken to for a long time oh. and perhaps meant something to us in the past or yeah. and an maybe ex, an ex call an no, ex and say ex. sorry no no yeah mate or maybe that yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe apologize for the wrong you've done uh, well, I well i'm not i'm not speaking to my mum for a while i'll give my mum a call there we go you see that's that's gonna make dead the world simple. a little bit better dead simple see, it's a dead simple one you see and that's it it's dead simple stuff not big stuff we're not gonna you and me tony you know i'm sure we've, we're both very intelligent gentlemen we ain't gonna solve isis um no, but we can make someone feel a little bit better and it sounds cheesy and it shouldn't sound cheesy i heard someone on the radio today banging on about blooming do-gooders i don't understand why being a do-gooder is a bad thing why is it a dirty word a do-gooder oh, all these do-gooders well surely people who do good that's a good thing, think, isn't it? Yeah, but I think they probably meant the do-gooders who, who were as spoilers. The Mary Whitehouse do-gooders. I think that's probably... Style of yeah, the, I know what you mean. About. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So hang, hang on a minute. Dave, Dave Cribb, who's... Uh, so is it 2.40 or is it 3.40, Dave? Because you've sent me two different times, you absolute muppet. Um, and one of the guests is going to be Al Murray in Edinburgh. Gosh. Anyway, sorry, Tony. What have you got for us, boss? I've, I've got a, good, a bleak film, Angel Heart. Ah, uh, is that Nicolas Cage? No, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. I don't know Lisa, it. Don't know Lisa it. Lisa Bonet and and um, Robert De Niro. Never seen it. Set in New Orleans. Lisa Bonet wasn't she in the Cosby Show? Yeah, and that's that's the irony of it. She was in this. Did a full naked sex scene with Mickey Rourke. Oh, I do know the and, film. And Bill and Bill Cosby got all on his high horse, his moral high horse. Yeah, about it. yeah, because C- she was conscious. Oh, I went there. 
I went there. Um, yeah, I do know that because I've seen stills from that. I mean, yeah, and I, go, oh. I mean, I mean, I mean, you, you, you watch that film. You could watch that film sitting naked in an ice cave, and you'd still sweat. Tony oh, And it's it. A... <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, is it bleak though? Is it actually bleak? bleak? It's got a bleak ending. I'm not. I'm, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to give you a spoiler. Okay. It's bleak man. Bleak. Watch it. Great film. All right, I will Angel do. Art, very, very underrated. Tony, nice one. Thank you very much. I've got to end it there because we're coming up to um, the top of the hour. Tris and Nigel, stay there. Look forward to... Here's how we can make the world a place. We can listen to Nigel sing one of his songs, one of his pervy songs about a young woman. One of, we can listen to a dirty old man singing songs about a young uh, performan, performing artist. How's about them apples? Um, suddenly, two hours of radio has gone by, and we've actually talked about stuff this evening. We've talked about stuff. And we've got new people listening, which is always wonderful. Um, so, yeah, the show's in Edinburgh. They're at 2.40 at the Angel Dome. Al Murray's doing one of them. Flipping it. He's proper. Now I'm a little bit intimidated. Uh, they're going to be free as well. But um, the, the, the next show we're doing is on Sunday. You, I will tweet a link while the news is on. Dave is going to tweet me and I will tweet a link for how you can get tickets for this Saturday. Uh, this Sunday, sorry. Uh, at the um, the Backyard Comedy Club in Bethnal Green. It's free. We do it in the afternoon. Uh, and he'll let me know who's doing it as well. 0844 499 This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Ah, dearie me. An hour to go of the show. 0844 499 Pierce Brosnan, No Escape, Bleak Films, and How Do We Make the World Just a Little Bit Better. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's midnight. Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We, we are a thing that's happening all across the world. We, we are a song. You're gonna sing all across the world We, we are the truth that you see We are a belief We, we are the music that plays in your heart We are the melody Music 
That's a song. That's a song, isn't it? It's a song you've never heard and makes the world a bit better. That's Imani Coppola. Uh, who hopefully we're speaking to tomorrow for a, a, a show that will go out later at some point. We won't play that interview out tomorrow because we've got... Um, tomorrow it's Rick Sapphire, friend of Jerry Lewis and the Three Stooges. Wowzers. Genuinely very excited by that guy. Um, the, what he's seen. Uh, also friends with Potsy Webber from Happy Days as well. Uh, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's the last hour of the show. We don't do calls straight to air now. We do them on, we're we're going to do them on Friday. It worked really well on Friday, I thought. We had uh, got a really dry nose. That means I'm getting a cold. We, uh, the, if you missed the last, is the podcast up now, Catherine? Yeah, the podcast is up. Okay, so if uh, you missed the podcasts now, are tending to be. We'll do uh, if we have a guest on, we'll put that out as a, as a special podcast, and then we will put the last hour of the previous night's show out. So it means you kind of get get it, you know, the next evening. Um, if you missed the last hour of Friday's show. It was, in turn, hilarious, thrilling, and heartbreaking. Honestly, it was it was a tough one. <laughs> it was brilliant, and it was tough. And it was the first time we'd done straight to air uh, for a few weeks, and it worked brilliantly. So we're going to try that for a while. Oh, wait, 444991000, we will call you back now. But we're going to try it so that Friday's the last hour of the week midnight to one o'clock on a friday we'll do call straight to air and if you uh, missed fridays man alive you should get the, the the podcast from itunes or from your usual podcast provider because uh all of god's creatures were represented let's go to tris hip 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 tris hip 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 hello boss what you got for us well um i was actually going to touch upon uh the straight to air on friday um I was um, quite um, saddened by the call you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yep. Do you want me to mention the chap's name or not? I'll, there's no, there's no need to. People who heard it will, will know. It's in, it's in the podcast, and it's all it's all there for everyone to um, you know to bear witness to. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was sad. It was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. It, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was brought up in a in a an environment sort of similar to that. I had an alcoholic parent, and. Um, yeah, no, it's hard. It's, it's it's something I don't really talk about. It's something I've sort of buried, buried really deep. And I, I listened to that, and I, I I was I was very touched by that. And I, 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 I'm I'm pleased you put it out as a podcast, actually, because yeah, yeah no, it's, it's 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 important to get things sort of like that out, isn't it? And it was for for those who missed it. We had this bloke phone up. He was drunk, and he was he was an amusing junk, uh, drunk for a while. And then we realised there was a ten year old kid there, and it didn't seem like there was anybody else there taking care of him. And suddenly it it, it twisted and be- actually became something quite sinister. And he continued phoning us for the rest of the night. Kath tried to talk to him once, but he, the, he, he was no sense was being made. Um, and it was. Um, it was heartbreaking. How did you, the, the the way you were brought up in that environment? How did that affect your attitude towards alcohol? Because it tends to go one of two ways. Either the, well, the... for me, it's gone the, the sort of positive way. I'm I'm completely teetotal. I don't, yeah. don't drink. I've never touched drugs. Uh, I don't smoke. I sort of, I, I, I sort of have the the thinking that um, anything that sort of fuzzes the edges of my consciousness and perception isn't good for me and certainly not good for people around me you know yeah. so i've always sort of um appro- approached it like that but i mean it was 
is, is ha- having without going into too much detail. Um, uh, ha- having an upbringing like that, it's difficult because you go through sort of, um, you know, my 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 dad was go go through binges and phases. So there's a yeah. lot of mourning, and then there's like having that person back, and then having them snatched away. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know, it's a very sort of very 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 difficult thing to 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 to, to, to get your head around on it. It was, it was basically basically all of my upbringing, and I, when I was uh, seventeen, eighteen, um, I, I, I brought up in myself actually, and um, yeah, it just sort of got to me, and that that was the moment I decided actually, you know, why why live like this? You know, it's you can either re- repeat the um, uh, repeat the faults of your of your of your father, or you know, you can stand up and be your own person. So I decided to. You know, get up, leave home, and um, be me. Flipping heck! Yeah, I wasn't expecting that to come out. Actually, it's not really something I uh, no. something I talk about. But yeah, no, no. it's and, and this is what this one like the show because you know we all have a chuckle, we all have a yeah, giggle, yeah. and I'm getting myself a bit upset now. But you know, and um, uh, yeah, no, just sort of brought things home, and it was obviously I, I felt terrible for whatever that kid may or may not be going through. Um, but from a kind of selfish point of view, I sort of thought, well, you know, people can make a difference in their own world and make a difference to their situation. And, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I've got lost in my point there, but, yeah. No, you haven't at all. You're making, you're making a good point. And it's, um, you know, I appreciate you sharing, uh, you know, the those intimate... Uh, 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 the, aspects of your life uh, with us and it it's quite you know well it's very positive because it's like you can go what well, normally goes one of two ways either the the the, the kid uh, never touches a drop or you know becomes an, an alcoholic or a drug addict or, or or you know follows uh the parent down that path so well done you for and not I think that as a result i think as a result it's sort of um made me very um scared to ever lose control of yeah. sort of any situation yeah so like, i won't go on roller coasters and stuff like that because i just don't like the feeling of sort of ever being out of control oh yeah you know? that's so, the right you're, you're absolutely right with roller coaster. i flipping hate roller coaster. one of my earliest memories right and i've, I've been thinking about this a lot the last week because the fair is near us and the boys want to go to the fair and i took them to the fair the other week and i spent about 40 50 quid there and they want to go back again and i've kind of said to my, <laughs> to my wife you can take them thinking you can go and spend an absolute fortune there um I, I, but i might take them again because i did really enjoy it but one of my earliest memories is um we used to get a fair in the field around the back of our house roses fair and we went there when i must have been about seven or eight and i went on what um um we used to be called the twister not the waltzer not the waltzer that was something different the twister where it's four arms and on each arm are four carriages and the, the, the arms spin around and within those arms the four things spin around and i was really i remember being so excited about going on that i really wanted to go on it really wanted to go on it really wanted to go on it and i went on it with my sister and her friend i think and i absolutely hated it i was terrified i felt sick i felt scared i thought i was gonna die and my dad was there my dad could see he was upset and I was desperately trying to say to my dad, get me off this thing, man. Get me off this thing. I'm going to die. I'm dying. I'm actually dying. And I could see him walking to the man 
to try, and he was, as though he was going to talk to him to stop it, and then he didn't. And I remember just feeling so betrayed that he hadn't spoken to the bloke. And I don't know if he spoke to the bloke or not in the end. And I got off, I was so upset. So upset. And I can't, I cannot do, I cannot do fairground rides. I cannot do it. I mean, I don't even like the teacups or anything like that. No, no. I hate it. No, the, 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 um, the merry-go-round, you know, where you're on the horses going up and down. I get dizzy. I get yeah. really, and every now and then, I don't now, because now I know, but, but up until fairly recently, every few years, I would, I think, oh, I'm okay, I'm going to go on something now, and I would go on it, and I would just go, nah, I hate it, I'd feel nauseous, I'd, I'd, be, I'd like vertigo, oh, it was horrible, Nothing, none I of try, that. I try and go on the odd thing for the kids, because they love them, and I'm, I'm, I'm petrified, I've got two little girls sitting next to me loving it, and I'm the one terrified <laughs> luckily my kids my kids are, are, are wusses like me so they don't like the scary Morning. ones which is brilliant well that your pro that's your problem tris you gotta deal with it man okay my <laughs> kids are wusses and they don't like the scary rides so i well, you've done well there mate well i've done. done very well tris listen thank you very much indeed uh nigel we're gonna come to you next i promise oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number nigel Mm. Nigel! Hi Ian, I've got a song for you in a mo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's a proper song off my CD which you haven't heard before. Oh. It's called Misty, the, the, the Johnny Mathis uh, classic. Yeah. Okay, classic, classic. Uh, and uh, I, I sold quite a few when I was down at uh, Butlins uh, a few years ago. It was my, uh, I sold quite a few. How many did you sell? Well, probably about half a dozen in one night, but that's not bad, is it? Well, six is not bad. Ten six. pounds each, you know. Sixty so. quid. I'm assuming you yeah, um, I, you it, let the um, uh, uh, Majesty's tax inspectors know about this. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. It's, <laughs> it's private. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's private. But don't people, don't pay taxes. Private. Have, uh, Ian, lots of bands have their CDs on stage. Yeah, and they sell them, and they and they. they they I don't think they, they, they declare anybody, do they? They declare it. They declare it. Do they? They declare it. Well, I don't sell them. Didn't send, send, sell them very often. I was, <laughs> is it, do you think, Ian, it would be possible uh, to get me on your TV show sometime? I'm not, I've not got a TV show. Well, on, on one of your TV shows that you're on. I've not got a TV show. You said you were going on TV. No, when? Oh, is it, is it just on stage, then? The thing I'm doing on Sundays is on stage. I am actually going on TV soon. But you've got this new TV programme you're in, you no, said. No, no. I've got... Um, I am hosting... I'm co-hosting oh. with the excellent Gabby Roslin... Oh, yes. Uh, ...the Saturday show on Channel 5 on Saturday, August the oh. 20th. But well, could you not get me in no. something like that? No, no. Oh. No. TV's got standards and radio mm. doesn't. Mm. Do you see... Yeah, yeah. Uh, they already know the people that are going on there. They know, they have like, they'll be having like big pop stars on there, like members yeah. of Westlife or something. Yeah. Nigel, I cannot tell yeah. you how much I would love to get you on that show, but literally, yeah. it's out of my hands. Obviously. The other thing I could ask is it'd be great if you host the radio show from my house at Yalding. I bet it? it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, from my bedroom. Yeah. My Never going to happen. And you could, you could play the drums while you were. Never going to happen. Your mum would tell us off. No, it would be a one-off, wouldn't it? Well, we, we, we need... Your mum would tell us off well, for making... she's make... still up now. She doesn't go to bed till three. So it would be well after after her bedtime. Have you got high-speed broadband? Uh, 
No. <laughs> then there you do you see. But no, no, I tell you what, we it. could do, Nigel, and this yeah. is not a bad idea actually. Mm. Is I could do the show from here, and we could send Kath up to your bedroom. Yeah. And she could um, do it on the phone or something. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it, Kath? In yeah. your, would you like to have Kath in your bedroom? I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> no inky panky. Um. <laughs> It's up to you. It's up to you and Kath. What you yeah, arrange you between you and the girl is entirely up to you. Are None you of my business. Are you serious, Ian, Yep. Are you you're serious? I am absolutely serious. I, well, I, I've got to tell you that I've been doing Skype. Kath, why don't you come... Oh, you answer that phone, then come and sit in here with us and we'll plan it. We'll find a date you can go yeah, up to yeah, Nigel's. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. You've been doing what? Skype with Miley Cyrus. She sent me... Um, oh. uh, well, she, she sent a new page out to people, a private page, where I've got one video on her page, the Facebook. You've is. been Skyping... Well, she, well, Miley Cyrus. Private messages to her, and she sent me a. Uh, she said you can talk to me on Skype, so I I did that with Skype. Nigel, mm. when you talk to her on Skype, mm. when you mm. talk to Miley Cyrus on yeah. Skype, she she talks to lots of people around the world. Of course she it? does. Of course she does. Mm. Do you see her? Yes. Yes. M- it's on my camera's on the fa- on me uh, laptop. Right, and so you can see her. Yes. Right. Does she ask you for money and things? Uh, she has mentioned things for her, um, the homeless people, yes. Because it's on her page, on the, with the tick as well. So when you talk to can Miley you pledge, Cyrus... Yeah, can you pledge for, uh, 25 cents or something, you know, not too much money? When you talk to Miley Cyrus mm. on Skype... Yes. She asks you for money, for homeless people. But, it, yes, because it, she, she said that on her mess, private messages as well. Right, right. Uh, and how, how do you, would one... Don't come in, Kathy. You're going to love this. How would you donate the money? I haven't done it yet, but I suppose you send it off to um, the address that she would. If you ask for it, she probably put does it. She, up on does she? Does she? What? Does she ask for your like credit card details or anything? No, 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 no. You have to send it to the the address on her on her right. uh, with the tick. I'm gonna. Mm. So when you talk to her on Skype, you actually see her talking to you. Yeah, well, haven't you done Skype before, then? I've done Skype mm. before. Mm. I've never done Skype with a famous person. Oh. So you actually, mm. you actually see her on screen, and yes. she asks you for money. Yes. No, 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 no. She didn't ask for money this time, right. but she, do, she did on a private message. Yeah. Uh, this was Nigel. a private message. Hang on a minute. Kath's in the studio. Kath, mm. Mm. Yeah. do you want to tell him or should I? Bearing in mind, he won't hear what we're about to say. Should we both tell him? Okay. Shall I go first? You go first. Nigel, mm. don't send anyone any money through Skype or anything else on the internet. Well, I, I wasn't going for it. Nigel, it's, it's, it's not, not Miley her. Cyrus. Mm, it's maybe it's, not. It, no, no. It's mm. definitely not Miley Cyrus. Well, I was talking to her. No, I you weren't. No, you weren't. I was. Could you see her? Yes, and she would just uh, she yeah, only for she a would, minute because she went on to someone else. Have you listened mm. to the um, and his name's the, the mm. Comran, uh, uh, Alex Comran? Yes, who does the uh, the real Alexis? Hus- Alexis, that's it. Thank you. I know it wasn't great. Who does the uh, the real hustle on yeah. um, Saturday lunchtimes on talk radio? I've listened yes. to it, and he, strangely, he's talked about this exact same scam mm. right it's a scam mm. there are websites where mm. you can get footage of all kinds of people hot women um, hot men mm. celebrities and it looks like they are talking to you i mm. bet sometimes when you're talking mm. to her on skype her picture goes a bit funny doesn't it mm. yeah does it well it's a bad signal I yeah it's bad signal you don't get does bad she, signal on does skype. she sometimes mm. not answer your question as if she's not heard it well you can't hear very clearly well, yeah mm. yes nigel that he, and, I, and I know you won't hear this, and it's mm. kind of wasting my own breath. Mm. That's not Miley Cyrus. 
that's someone pretending to be Miley Cyrus. Yeah, perhaps it's a way of getting money then, or something. Well I done. Know. I think. I, hang on a second. I just heard a penny dropping somewhere. Yes. Because uh, because she they did ask, can you donate to the homeless on the on the, it's the private not page? To mm. well, but, but, I, but it's still it's still Miley Cyrus is asking for money though because she's asking for money at the one with the tick. What's her what what's her private page? Wait, it's Miley Cyrus with a tick. You have to tick with a tick on, and she she's got the, she's got about the homeless on there, uh, and you have to you can pledge you have to send money to that There's place. There's sucking on a big bottle, dressed yeah. up like a baby. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So where she, does it say about the homeless thing on there? I'm on well, there now. I don't know where, but it's on. I've seen, hey. on Sorry, I didn't I mean said to dump Nigel. Mm. Yeah, you can't say that. They all well, start that's what with she that. says. Yeah. Mm. Well, I know, but um, mate, it's not her you're talking to on Skype. Do you think it's her talk? Uh, on the page, it's her page, though, isn't it? Well, that's her page. I don't mm. see anywhere where she's asking she for would money. See, she would see my questions about saying I'm going on the radio, wouldn't she? No, no, no. She, no. Nigel, she's probably got someone else to run it for her because she's a bit mm. busy. Nigel, she's got forty. Hang on, yeah. where is it? I just saw it. Forty-six million five hundred twenty-six thousand seven hundred eight people liking that page. Mm. For let's ra- let's round it up. 47 million people. With the greatest of respect, mm. she ain't going to see your comments. Well, I don't know. But well, no, I do know. Look, there's, there's, there's a comment mm. here. The second post mm. is a picture of her with a spliff on, uh, mm. wearing a David Bowie T-shirt. It's got mm. 1,606 comments. The next one's got 2,949 comments. I comment on I get, comments, yeah, I bet you have. Yeah, I, I get, like, 20 comments on yeah. a thing and I don't see them all. I miss some of them. It, mate, yeah. she's not running that page. Yeah. She's not responding to those messages. You have never spoken to Miley Cyrus. Don't give any money. Oh, I'm not going to give her any money, any. I can't afford it. Here comes Dan. <laughs> Dan wants to say hello to you. Dan, you're through yeah. to Nigel. Hello, Nigel. I just wanted to lighten the mood a little bit, because it seems to have got a bit combative. Hi, Dan. Hi, yeah. Um, I hear you're having, um, Kath over to, to your room. Well, I don't know, I don't know whether Ian's joking or not, but... Uh, I don't, I don't think he's joking. Not. I think probably you and Kath could write a song for Ian. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> How long do you think it would take you to knock we one out? Sing, we could, we could sing <laughs> at the time, couldn't Hang we? on, Nigel. Dan asked you a very important question. Mm. Well, I couldn't do it now, no, I'd have to play yeah, anything. Let's you couldn't, you couldn't knock one out right now? No, no, I, I wanted to do a proper song tonight. I, I'll think about doing it tomorrow night, then. I'll work it out for tomorrow night. you work it out? To, to do a song about... Well, you've Kat. got to work it out, Dan. You can't, you can't, you can't just, can't just... Get, what, you know, Ian's name in it as well? Yeah. Could you do it, like, Wednesday night, or Thursday, or any day after yeah. Wednesday? Is that when you want it after is Wednesday? It, is it, is it going to be a big... you want it after Wednesday, Kath? Yeah, when I'm not here. <clears throat> is it going to be a big release, Nigel? Well, uh, what I can do is record it properly, can't I? Does it, just, does it just come out of you, or do you have to tease it out? Well, I have to think about it a lot, what I'm going to say. You have say, to think about it. Yeah. Well, what's your inspiration, Nigel? Mm. Pardon? Miley what's Cyrus, I think. What, what, mm. what, what gets you going? Oh, I don't... Lindsay Lohorn? Pardon? Is it hard, Nigel? Yes. After Viagra, yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> there you go, Dad. He's, he's, Dad, he's just beating us at our own game. Oh. <laughs> Dan, thank you very much for that. Thank you very much. Uh, Nigel... Just joking. You're just joking. I believe you'd like to sing us a song. Um, uh, uh, a proper song, yeah. Okay. I, I reckon I'm a quite a good singer. I know you do. And I, I well, I am quite a good singer, so I've been told. This is one of my earlier songs about uh, ten years ago. This one is on the CD. Okay. 
Would you like a copy sent to you so you can play it on the radio? Yes, I would. That, so I can get that done in Maystone, a friend I, might be able I to I genuinely it. would, yeah, I'd love that. Unless well, you record it now. Oh, you don't need to send it, because when, when Kath comes up, you can give her one. No. Can you record some of it now, to, to, so you can play it back another bit, time? I'm a little bit busy. Oh, because some some of the radio studios, they just press a button and it no, records. we haven't got any oh, blank no, you tapes. you are recording the show anyway, aren't you? No. Well... Um, the thing is, the sound quality won't be optimum, and we want to get you no. in absolute crystal clear. Yes. So this won't be on the podcast, then? This, unfortunately, this will be in the podcast, and I apologise oh. to any podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Come well, on, Nigel, let's, let's, get, let's have it. Come on. The going and, um, I'm losing the will to live. Here it goes, then. Okay. So, um, when are you going to go to Nigel's? I'm not going yet. You go, I'm going. Go to Nigel's. It'll be fun. We need to do more OBs and get kind of a whip-up interest his for this show. His broadband's slow and his hard drive is questionable. I'm you, not going. You can do it on the phone. In fact, you don't even need to be on the air. Just go to his house one night and, and write us a report. <laughs> write us a little report that we can read <laughs> later I've date. got a report here, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's... Do you see that, dear Periscope? If you're, if you're watching on Periscope, and there are not many Periscopes. Do you want it in um, duplicate? Wowzers. Oh, um... You per- periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Not many people watching us this evening, but boy, oh, boy, the ones that are watching, top quality guys and gals, and Mandy's one of them. Mm. Um, 0844-499-1000. We call you back. Pablo, you'll be up next. <laughs> George Harrison's sister on um, uh, Howard Hughes was brilliant last night. Did you enjoy it? I've missed it. I must listen again. I'm going to be on How do I do that? Where's our website? Uh, I don't know. Talkradio.co.uk. Sure. Listen again. Uh, He had George Harrison's sister on last night. Louise. uh, No, it was was Howard Hughes. And um, I'm going to be honest, right? Mm. It was weird. It's weird. How so? It was very, very odd there was there was like some moments where she lives she lives in america she's lived in america since about 1960 oh right it's really i mean that bit was interesting i didn't know this and so she kind of had like a sort of an american scouse accent mm-hmm. how does that sound i'm from liverpool i'm from america new no. scottish <laughs> that's how it sounds turns out and um <laughs> it was it wasn't a great phone line so how old would, and there was a slight delay and they did that thing they would talk over the delay, so they ended up swallowing each other's words. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Pablo, I will come to you next. And um, she quite often couldn't hear Howard, and he asked a question three times, and then she said, "It got weird." She said, "I don't understand what you what. I don't understand where this is going." Oh. And he, and no, not in that way. It was just, and he then asked the question again, and she said, "Oh." Um, well, I remember, uh, the thing I'm asked, then she went off on a tangent. She says, the thing I'm asked a lot is how the Beatles got their name. Well, John Lennon. And then she told the, the famous story of John Lennon making up nonsense about it and coming on, you know, an angel on a flaming pie and stuff. Do you think that he'd actually been maybe Skyping someone who claimed to be <laughs> <laughs> Louise Harrison, it, but actually was probably Miley Cyrus? It was weird. And she, I think, manages... And sings with maybe I'm not sure because she never made it clear. Right, a Beatles tribute band. Now, how does that work? You've got a sister, haven't you? Yeah, right? she's. Well, imagine if you um got like a lookalike and soundalike of your sister, and 
kind of went out with her you know and uh, out for meals and stuff and did sisterly things with her right imagine your sister died yeah and then you got a look what well, you got a sort of look-alike an american look-alike and sound alike and you went you know uh, to uh, you, you went to a, a lower rent version of her place of work it's definitely something i would do it would be weird wouldn't it and that's what she i mean it was it was fascinating absolutely fascinating but i my mate um Watco and I were listening separately, and we're both Beatles buffs. And um, we were texting each other, going, This is weird, isn't it? And he went, Yeah, this is really weird. And we couldn't pi- quite put our finger on it, but it was, it was weird. It's weird, listen. Well, it was Howard Hughes' The Unexplained. <laughs> the home of weird on a weekend. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> Let's it, look at the tribute act. Uh, it was. Um, yeah, but it's a good show. I, I do like Howard Hughes, Sunday nights. And uh, are, we, are we talking about enough shows, boss? Uh, it is a good show, Howard Hughes. I'm Howard Hughes. Bullshine. Pablo's on the line. Good evening, Pablo. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. I was trying to do a bleak hip, hip, hip. Now Ben's calling um, me Partridge again on Twitter. Ben, um... Watch, watch, mute, watch. mute. Bye-bye, Ben. Mute, 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 muted. There we go. Ben had a really odd way of, um... Oh, I'm not going to say. But it, I don't know. He sounded a little bit patronising when he was trying to be nice. Well, no, we know he has mental health issues. Ah, OK. And so I... I, I Maybe I his took tone into, was wrong. I, yes, exactly. I think he, he he misread the tone. But, um... Uh, but it, it, I just think... You know, call it... Comparing you to someone who is crap is an insult. Crap on purpose. Yeah, and I know that... Part, but Patrick is brilliant and he's hilarious and he's wonderful, but it's an insult to compare me to it, you know? And, um... Maybe his mental health issues prevent him from realising that, despite being told quite forcibly at the quite start tactless. of the show. Mm. Anyway, he's muted. Well, now, I mean, so. I, I would say with uh, Partridge, I mean, say you want, obviously, it's uh, kind of a, a satire on uh, your Blackburns and people like that, but uh, ultimately, he's a consummate professional. You'll never hear dead air on anything <laughs> relating to Partridge, so... Yes, Radio-wise, that's, that's, that's gold. You know, he's textbook. the governor. Someone's told... Dan off for um, being rude to Nigel. Oh, now, everyone, now, listen, guys, everyone gets treated the same here. On Nigel the... did the ultimate um, rude joke, so I think. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, right, what you got for us, Pablo? Um, well, um, on a positivity note, in regards to making the world slightly better, um, I'd say I think it's just uh, you could probably do it with two films. Um, just everybody in the world, actually, one film. Everybody in the world has to watch. Um, Bugsy Malone once a week. I um, now here's it's funny you should say that. I have never seen Bugsy Malone. I'm aware of it. I've oh, seen bits of it. Chachi's in. Well, we I've booked I've booked tickets to go and see Bugsy Malone the 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 musical the play in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Alan Parker is directed. He directed the movie, didn't he? Yes, Alan Parker directed the the movie, and it was the music was done. I forget Paul Williams. The guy. Paul Williams yeah, he did a lot of Carpenter's music. Paul Williams. Yeah. It's Paul Williams, who also that? wrote oh, have you seen Rainbow Connection for the Muppets. Yes. Yes, I've seen the documentary about Paul Williams. Man alive. If you ever want to see a, a, a guy who's no taller than five foot hosting a, a live talk show whilst off his nut on cocaine to the point where he can barely speak, then you've got to watch the Paul Williams documentary. I've tried to get him on the show to no avail. He's not replied, which is which is frustrating. Well, I think he's a little bit, he's, he's he's a a little little. bit suspicious of people, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, well, basically because of what he did himself. And when you say he was visibly on cocaine, literally to the point of having 
white powder on his nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's, he's slowly talking yeah. like that. we got a guest coming out here. And he's la- just laughing at himself. It's awful. Um, but, 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 you know, he's clean and sober now, which is, which is wonderful news. And he's a great ambassador for songwriters and, and making sure songwriters get their, their credit, both, um, literal and financial. Um, but yeah, he wrote the music. So we want to be a boxer, but I'm taking the boys to see the play. If anyone has seen the play, Aww. I'm hoping it will captivate a six and a four year old. Um, I think it as will. As long as they've got their splurge guns. Well, this is it. I think they'll like it. Cause I told them it was, it was all, I think it's all kids in it. I don't know if there are any adults and they blew their minds mm-hmm. that, that, that kids kids could um, play games. This is the that thing, could, you, can, um, you watch it on two different levels. Yes. When you're a kid, you just think, this is brilliant, they're all my age, you know, you can, and, you, and it looks like great fun. And then when you watch it as an adult, there's actually quite a serious kind of gangster film going on. I, uh, well, that's I, it, and, 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 go on. Well, I was going to say, on top of the fact that it's, it's a bunch of children essentially recreating Depression era, yeah. 1920s gangster in America. So, it, it, you know, you, you've got uh, your, your churchy type character, Scott's... Bio. Scott, Scott Bio. Mm-hmm. Bio. I'm yes. confusing him with Quantum Leap, man. Yes. No, but Scott, Scott uh, Scott, uh, Bio. Yeah, he's, he's gone a little bit, uh, right wing. He's a big Trump supporter now, so I'm, I was kind yeah. of jaded by that, but, uh. I, um, yeah, he is, he is, unfortunately. I, um, I, I just let slip something else I meant to talk about today, but Jonathan phoned up last week, uh, at the end of last week and recommended the video game exhibition at the Science Museum. And Pablo, I found myself taking the children there it's flipping brilliant right what's great is you get sessions and you get that each session is an hour and a half and only a certain number of people are allowed in and there are enough machines for everybody to sit down at a machine and have a go and then you get up and you go to another one and you you apart from some annoying woman who turned off the xbox when my boy was playing lego star wars (laughs) she didn't realize it was the off button and i just went off do you know what we're gonna move somewhere else you 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 have a go on this one my love um and so we we did that and i i blew the boys minds pablo because they we have an xbox but to them it's just for watching dvds and netflix and we sat down and we were playing a game and i said you know this is an xbox they went what i said it's like the one we've got and you could see their eyes going huh huh and i said yeah all of these games we can play on the xbox the xbox can play games daddy yes it can it blew their tiny minds and uh, i bought their first (laughs) game today lego star wars um and um we were going to play it but it, it it's quite an old game so it took forever to down it had to got download updates and all that boring stuff so tomorrow we will be playing lego star wars ladies and gentlemen oh it's a good start well i was going to say one of the caveats to the bugsy malone thing is the fact that everybody in the world has to watch it once a week and um for every alternative week you have to watch it with somebody with opposing views or religious beliefs to yourself oh and you're not allowed to talk about that you're only allowed to appreciate the film and talk about the film so by the end of it you might you know you might have just learned something imagine if these and i don't want to you know if these lunatics that for isis and you know in germany and france if they'd had splurge guns do you know what I mean? You, you get there was a thing, wasn't there, for um, um, pieing people in the face. Someone yeah. tried to do it to, to Murdoch and stuff, and, then, and it's it, it's obnoxious and it's aggressive, but compared, compared and you you would hate it done to you. And I think it is it is violent, but compared to a, a suicide vest going off or someone strafing you with a machine gun, I think I'd know what I'd rather. I think I know what I'd rather. <laughs> Pablo, what the hell's going on there? I'm in a hotel in Ireland at the minute, uh, uh, on holiday, so I'm just 
ascending back up in the lift. Go back mm-hmm. up in the lift. All right, Pablo, so I'm going to let you go, because it's getting quite noisy there. But, but um, yes, uh, well, the, uh, uh, Bez on... Um, that's no name for a lady, Bez. Says that Bugsy Malone at the Lyric is fantastic. I'm quite excited about it. I think I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This is the joy of having kids, is it kind of... Um, uh, it gives you the excuse mm-hmm. to go to these things. And it's, yeah. I mean, we, we've got the cheapest tickets up in the the balcony but doesn't matter doesn't matter and normally i wouldn't i wouldn't go and see something like that my my wife would would be working and i wouldn't want to go on my own but it's like ah, take the boys and it'll be you know cultural experience plus it's fun from the moment you get on the i mean if you're going on the train that's oh because we don't live in london they love the tube yeah when we went we went and saw finding dory in hammersmith and then we got the tube into town to go and see their mum at work and then we got the then we got an uber to go to the science museum and then we got the tube they love it, all of it. It was an adventure. I forgot, of course, in the Uber, they haven't got child locks on. Oh. So they, they open the door as we're driving along. And I think I may have got a slightly lower than five-star rating. Well, you shouldn't blame you. Kids. How do I find out my rating no on idea. Uber? I'm a country mouse. I've got no clue about these things. You can get Uber all across the country. No, but not where I live. Yes, you can. Well, yeah, 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 you can. Don't go out, though. Download it on your thing, and, and you, no. you, can get, you can get Uber where you are. Of course you can. What for? To get a cab. I don't need cabs. Cheap cab, and you don't have to... Be, it's free. But free cabs. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that don't pay, like a bargain. You don't pay them any money. Oh. You, you do it on your phone. You say where you are and where you want to go. Yeah. They come and pick you up. You get in, and it's free. I don't know how it works, or mm. how they how they manage to sustain, but it's free. I have a similar arrangement with my dad who lives around the corner. Fair play. A bit safer with him. Fair play, fair play. Just a bit... Um, 0844 1000 Here's an interesting tweet from Tony Hamilton. Hashtag actor. Oh. Actor. If you and you... Now, this can't... What he's about to offer me cannot be legal. If you and your boys want to ride on the front of a tube... Give me a shout. Brackets Northern Line Driver. Now, there's got to be, there's got to be some sort of health and safety. Security, maybe. Security issue there. I mean, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I'd love to. Who wouldn't love to? That would be awesome. But I can't believe that's legal. Or, or I, that, that, that can't be... Tony, send, send me details. Because that, that's a day out for us. That's a free day out. The boys on the... Where are we going? We're going we're gonna to drive a tube train, guys. And also, it will be an absolute flip. Imagine if, it, if, if the boys pressed a button and it crashed. Uh, right? Less right. fun, I'd suggest. It'll be less fun. And imagine the scandal. How did the train crash the whole of london is gridlocked underground it's flipping lee kids again um is the, the lee kids oh flipping it i'd be a pariah you would. i don't know who this is because oh it's dan hello dan okay that's 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 a yellow card oh sorry that's well yeah well bit, yeah, yeah yeah you did a little bit sorry i'm scottish well that doesn't doesn't mean mean that you have to be an idiot uh, we, luckily we have a seven second delay so uh we've dumped that bit of radio uh, but what would you like to say, Dan, that doesn't involve profanity? Pokemon Go. Thanks very much indeed for calling. <laughs> Dan. Did I swear? 
a yeah, bit. But here's the thing, and and Dan raises a really excellent point, right? You would have heard that on Periscope, um, but the listener at home won't have heard it. And I should I should make this clear, and I've, I I've not really had the need to make it clear here, but I will. So we have um, a seven second delay. Actually, we have a fourteen second delay. But and um, what that means is, if you phone up and swear, or you're libelous, um, we can stop it being broadcast. So we I hit this little button here and um it doesn't get broadcast if you do it again i can hit it again and i'll cut you off you get two chances if you do it again you get cut off and um so because i know that the the young men um and it is mainly young men uh quite often feel the need to phone up and just f and jeff Uh, it's it's point i'll hear it but it won't get broadcast it's pointless so you know don't 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 waste anybody's time really is the thing but but apart from that that was a great call dan well done thanks for the compliment oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number um the daily mail i've not listened to bbc local radio since they shafted me mm-hmm. have i oh, i, I listened to a little bit when i got in my new car couldn't get the dab to work and do you know the only station i could get to work was 3cr wow and it was four o'clock in the afternoon so i kept hearing roberta constantly just kept going to roberta and i was trying to tune it into this and all these other let me just take this going a second yes yes line one no you're gone um that car's like christine it's out <laughs> to get you but i, I don't really um, I, i'm still i am very bitter about it but bitter about the way i was treated and that's fine and i, I will work through that but I pretty much know what they would have been doing today, how they would have shaped their shows. <laughs> because on page 31 of the Daily Mail, Rich Tea is the best biscuit for dunking. And here's the proof. Well, what do you think is the best biscuit for dunking? And what's your favourite biscuit to have with a cup of tea? Call us now. And we'll we'll discuss it. That's what they we've got a bis we've got a biscuit expert. We've got Steve on. Steve's got the best job in the world. Steve, why don't you tell us what you do? I'm a biscuit tester. Work for McVitie's. <laughs> That's that really is a great job. No, I don't like biscuits. That's what they would have done. I like to dunk a wafer. What are your crazy food combos? What do you like to dunk? What was the last thing you dropped in your brew? I dunked a cheese sandwich once and it was bloody ace. <laughs> I bite the end off a Twix and suck it through like a straw. Oh! I bite the end. The debate over which biscuit is best for dunking normally comes down to a matter of personal taste. But the more <sighs> practical question of which can soak up the most tea. Oh, sweet God, if only Ben were on the line to save us. Ben? Hello, Ian. Hello, Ben. Listen, um, there is a really dark movie I just wanted to mention that I forgot to mention earlier. Okay, well, that's great. Thanks very much indeed. The most practical question, of which can soak up the most tea without crumbling into the cup, has been subjected to the more exacting scrutiny of science. Oh, have they sorted everything else out then? I mean... I mean, we all know it's a hobnob. Let's move on. Well, no, it's not It's not a, a, a hobnob. Um... Ten types of... I'm, I'm reading it, though. I'm reading it. I've been sucked, sucked in. in. I've been like a- tea into a hobnob. Actually sucked in. And that's what... Um, Some biscuits are too wide for the cup anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what local radio would have been doing today. I mean, the, And the, some national radio. The worst phone-in... Why, Paul Ross hasn't didn't do it, did he? Did he? 
Well, according to Twitter, he did. Did he? And I bet he did it really well. I bet he did it brilliantly. I yeah. bet he had his own unique twist on um, sharing a cup of tea with and a biscuit with your partner. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Well, then, in that case, uh, what I was saying, Catherine, if you'd let me finish, was that's a brilliant phone-in. It's awesome. If only Billy were here to save us now. Billy? Hello there. Hello, Billy. How are you? Who am I or how am I? How are you? I'm how all right. Are, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it's been a long day, Billy, and my, my, my ears are packing in. I'm all right, thank you, Billy. What you got for us? I don't know, uh, I was just phoning up, you sound sound about biscuits, it's a bit boring, but, uh... <laughs> Tell me about it! I know! I know! Kath did mention another thing you like dunking, but, I mean, I don't Steady. think, I think I'd get a yellow card for that, wouldn't I? Steady well, you don't on. scold yourself, let's not be silly about this. He's, I don't think he's talking I'm about... I'm joking, I'm Dunking joking. in a cup of tea, he's talking about oh, dunking inside dunking. a lady. Crikey no, no, I didn't say that, you're saying that now, you're putting words into my mouth. I'll put something in your mouth in a minute. Okay! <laughs> oh, cheeky! Can't say uh, I'm partial to that, but you know, let's not knock it until we've tried it. Eh? Exactly. You try everything once. Don't knock it. Rock but it. What is, what, what is this show? Is, 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 it's almost like I'm listening to some mad callers, and it just seems like is it a little bit of a Jeremy Calder radio sort of world, or. Well, uh, it is now you've called in, yes. <laughs> oh, thanks. No, thanks. It, well, is this the first time you've listened, Billy? Uh, I've listened before, like, a couple of years back, and it was, like, a couple of drunk people that used to go on, and, like, before I was getting on my shift, I'd, like, listen, and it was yeah. kind of like, you know, it was, it was a bit of a drone, but, um, yeah, I mean... Two years it ago. Was, uh, we weren't here two years ago. Oh, no, no, it was one of, it was one of your other shows. You've, you've, you've done a few, haven't you? What, you've been about, you've, you've done the rounds, Ian. I've done, I've, I've been on, I've been, I'm a radio tart, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you heard me on, on, um, Absolute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... So what have you been like? What have you been doing yourself? Is Prison. it not radio? Because you used to do a lot of uh, you do you used to do a bit of TV. You used to do a bit of TV. Like I've been I did I did three years for fraud. Um, All right. Yeah, I know, and it was uh, it was the best thing that could have happened to me because it's it totally straightened me out. It's focused me. Um, it was, it was, it was a prison, um, up in, uh, near Luton. It's totally straightened me out. It's focused me. It allowed you to grow that beard. It did allow me to grow a beard. Did uh, you convert him there? Um, to Islam, yes. And, yeah. um, uh, I, 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 I'm delivering some of the best radio I've ever, ever done, Billy. Absolutely blinding stuff. Yeah, because I don't know too much about you, but no, then uh, I remember... Nobody does. Man you, of mystery. You, you say that, you're like, you know, because I wasn't even aware, you used to, like, you, you used to have a drink, so, I mean, I don't know, that's too personal, but... Yeah, no, I used to have a drink, used to, like, you know, used to, like, enjoying myself, but now I'm a man of, of faith, um, now I'm touching the cloth, I can't, and I refuse to indulge in any of those things now, because it's sinful. It's sinful. Does it help being on the radio listening, <laughs> listening to a lot of people phoning drunk? It reminds me, it reminds me, um, that the, um, sins of the sinners will certainly be repented when forth they are in heaven. Yeah, because, because, uh, what, what, what was I listening to the other night? You were saying about, like, people kissing kids on their lips and there was, like, a big thing about it. I mean, I don't really read the some paper, but... That's it was kind of like you said. You said there was uh, there was some sort of uh... Victoria um, Beckham's knee Adams uh, kissed her daughter on the lips, and there was th- some people p- tried to make a Ferrari out of it when really it's not a story. There's nothing wrong with kissing your kids on the lips. No, of course no, there's I not. Kiss my kids on the lips. Of I, kiss, I, kiss, I, I mean, I kiss them on the bum. I mean, like you know, yeah. sort of four, but yeah. it's kind of like I, 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 I sometimes say to like my kids, "I'll oh, kiss your granddad or whatever like that." And my my wife's kind of like. 
well, you shouldn't really ask them to kiss people. They should want to do it. And I thought, yeah, that's fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, and I'm the same with grandparents. I, if they don't want to, that's not a big thing, because I don't want, you know, I, I want them to feel comfortable around that. But, but, but I've got two little boys, and they, uh, they, uh, the, but my eldest, the six-year-old, is just going through a thing now where he wants to grab me and kiss me on the lips. He wants to do it on the lips. Oh, beautiful. Nice though, beautiful. And, and, and very, very shortly, too soon, they'll not want to be anywhere near me. They won't want to kiss me or have their, or be seen at school with me. So make yeah. the most of it while you can. Can't my my yeah, little four-year-old has, has got this friend of hers, and every time they see each other in the playground, two girls, she'll give her a kiss, and there's nothing wrong uh, with that because they're four. Oh, I know. I, I don't know what goes on in people's minds. I mean, for them to sort of like, you know, it, it, it sort of everyone feels on sort of like edge. But I think I, I kind of think to myself, oh, Sodom. Do you know what I mean? I'm yep. sort of happy. My kids are loved. Like, who cares what other people think? You know? Exactly. Yep. But it's kind of like, like the, the other thing tonight, I mean, we was, we was having a little laugh with, like, my boys. I mean, it's all sort of, you know, silly stuff you do indoors that we shouldn't really sort of ever go out of doors. But uh, sort of like the nan will ask, sort of like where they've got sort of things from. Like today, we was uh, we was dancing about to a bit of Rihanna in our boxer shorts. Beautiful. <laughs> and, we was, and, and we was all twerking. <laughs> and the mum pulled the phone out and I was sort of like, you know, I'll just buy it for the floor. <laughs> exactly well done to avoid that but you know i i chase my when it's bath time i chase my boys up the stairs if i get them i pull their trousers down and smack their bum and they run off and it's <laughs> and that's it and that's the and it's and it's beautiful and it's joyful and there's nothing more beautiful than a six your six-year-old and four-year-old son's bottoms they're beautiful <laughs> everything oh, about lovely. everything about them is wonderful and that's what it is and billy we're coming to the end of the show and you have perfectly in in five minutes You've just summed up what the show is about. It's about people phoning up, talking about stuff, and that's it. Yeah, it's harmless things. But like, like you said about like slapping the bum, and I, I mean, I do that myself. But then, sort of like that does backfire. You know, when you're on holiday and you're around a swimming pool, and they do it to you, and yeah. it's kind of like you know. And I've had that. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't worry about what any. Listen, Billy, I've got to go because we're literally at the end of the show. But I appreciate you calling. I don't worry about what other families think about what we go up to because I know that what we're doing is all wonderful and is loving and is legit and is above board, and it's playing. Billy, you totally got. You phoned in saying you don't know what the show is, and then you got the show perfectly in that five-minute phone call. You, it, it's that. It's that. And it's nothing more, and it's nothing less. Um, Catherine, it's been a real pleasure working with you. Well. Um, and I hope you wish you success in your new job. You're not with us anymore, are you? Well, tomorrow's my last day. Oh, okay. I totally misjudged that. Well, well, so, it's time for the collection. I mean, I can always... You can collect that, and there's a second one. Uh, that's it, it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, callers. Back tonight at ten. Ta-ta. Talk Radio, the 21st century dream team of dialogue, debate and discourse. Talk Radio, give it some lift.